And we should have started already, but the bottom of my vapor just completely fell out. Oof. Oof. He's fixing. It's a fixer-upper. It's funny because uh, before I used, uh, and I still do, I use a, uh, what do you call these things? Zip ties mm-hmm. to hold it in place. But that was when I was missing two out of the four screws. All screws have now migrated south for the winter. So this thing is just being held on purely by the single piece of plastic. And I don't think it's doing me any solid favors. It's comedic at best. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Anyways, I won't. I won't vape. I won't vape. There you, know, you go. And all right, I, I'll just quit. Yeah. Mm, Stone Edge or Stone Edge Straight Edge. Straight Stone Edge, edge is a Pokemon <laughs> move. It was day nine over in the Strand. I never thought fighting besides the Dreaming City would be such a nightmare. Most of the Queen's patrolmen were gone. Guardians have infiltrated the castle were riven of the thousand voices beside. Another Guardian and I have been making a stand keeping the Taken and the Scorn at bay. Food and water run low. A company and ammo come aplenty. With Nick here by my side, and hundreds of Taken coming every day to say hello to make sure that we're still here. I always let them know we're still here. This fight, this war. Tyler! It's been taking its toll on me. I can't even imagine what life is like. Tyler! Without putting a bullet into these godforsaken creatures who just keep... Tyler! Tyler, eyes up, Guardian. We're under fire. I'm going to use my super. Cover me! There's only three of them, dude. It's not even worth it. Another day's work. You just wasted your super. What if a boss comes in? That's what this legendary auto rifle is for. Tyler, that's an exotic. You need to stop getting the World of Warcraft colors mixed up. Wait, here comes more. There's at least 20 of them. Is is that a purple Ingram over there? Holy crap. I haven't gotten decent loot in days. I'm coming for you, mama. Don't do it. Just get it from the postmaster. Guardian down. Oh, hell no. I'm not going to res you for that one, you damn noob. Please, the walk is so far away. It is like literally 10 feet behind us. Now hurry up and help me before we're overrun and they win. Eh, it was a 500 armor piece anyhow. A ripoff. Well, I mean, maybe if you did more weekly bounties, you could finally raise your light level. Power level. Light level. Powerful gear should not be this hard to get. I mean, if you wanted a game that gives you gear easily, why don't you play Battlefield? Fourth wall, dude. Grenade out! Oh, who cares about the damn walls? We've been grinding for almost two weeks, waiting for something new to happen, and all I've gotten to do is crucible, gambit, and kill thousands, thousands of scorn. It's getting old. Oh, crap. It's an ultra. Wow, Tyler. I'm actually impressed you know to call that an ultra. You've really turned around on destiny. Burn it down. Flank him. I'm going in. Ah, damn it, Tyler. We need a hand back. Don't charge him. Ugh, fine. Ah!
Guardian down. Guardian down. I hate you so much. We should have just stuck to Gambit. Maybe next time we should have waited on using our supers, okay? You dumb mother. Find a spot around the fireplace, you goons. It's time for another tale of Casual Master Quest. Aloha, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. My name's Tyler. Tyler Vinito. I'm going to be your host today, baby. We are going to have so much fun, just you and me. However, I'm going to say, jokes aside, we got two other cool people ready to jump into the action. Cam, how's it going, boss? Pretty good. I've been taken by Destiny, and I have no way out. I, I understand. The, the quicksand idea that is Destiny is, in fact, a true one. There is no theory around it. It is now, like, uh, Newton's law was, you know, technically a theory for a good while, but it took, like, years, centuries to make that into a law. Nope, the Destiny quicksand law, that, that took about a week and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah. However, oh, my the, nagging finally paid off. Say, it did. The grand nagger of uh, Destiny is also here. Nick, how's it going, boss? Good, I played a game this week that wasn't Destiny. Whoa! That's illegal. in the churches. You can't pass <laughs> them away, boys. No way. <laughs> that, 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 that's not allowed, Nick. What are you doing? Um, Play a non-Destiny. I mean, uh, we're okay if it's Activision Bundy, you know, Bungie friendly. Uh, it, was it an Activision slash Bungie game? Well, what, no. One of, well, I mean, technically, one of them. So, okay. So, I played two other games that w wasn't Destiny this week. And I guess we're just hopping on into games that we've already paid, played. Unless we want to... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk in a second. This is Casual Master Quest, episode number 19. The podcast that still believes Wolf Luigi will get in Smash next time. Probably. I believe it. I believe it. I, okay, we, we already know that we got another character confirmed for Smash. And it's like, at this point, if that person's going to get in Smash, then Wolf Luigi's... He's probably going to get uh, pushed to the backside. So, you know, uh, when the Switch U comes out and, uh, you know, uh, Smash comes Ooh. again. I know, right? <laughs> Switch U. All right, I'm calling it Let's talk about video games. Nick, I know you're excited. We can talk about all sorts of games, but there's one game that we all know and love. And we got to we gotta give our appreciation instantly right here and now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pokemon Go Watch Proverbial Minute. Now, for those who don't know, and I, I hope you know at this point, because, I mean, this is like a, a hazing introductory way to enjoy Pokemon Go, because you're going to have three guys who live and dream the life of Pokemon Go. Maybe not as much anymore, because we're recovered addicts, because we find different addictions. But that's besides the point. We're going to be talking about a little game called Pokemon Go, where we are talking on what did we do this week? What did we catch? What didn't we catch? And all that stuff. Nick, Hi. What, have, or how was your Pokemon Go you know, week? Um, much more active than the last few weeks. Um, back to school full time, so I'm on campus, so I can spin Pokestops and catch Pokemon. Um, I've been slowly working my way through the new uh, quest, special quest for Celebi, I think it is. Um, and I'm still working on my Mew quest, though there's no progress there because I'll never catch Ditto. Ever in my life, I will never You're catch one. one. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen one for a couple of years, honestly. I yeah, think. yeah, and I'll never catch ghost Pokemon because no matter how late I go out, there's never any ghost Pokemon around. Oh um, man, well, our area has been really foggy this past week, which makes it a prime time for ghost Pokemon. So I've been seeing them everywhere I, oh also i'm so sorry i shouldn't probably bring that up if you're having trouble <laughs> no i mean <laughs> it is what it is like um you know uh, as i've said before i've got my collection on my ds on the core pokemon game so it's not like i'm out to collect but it's just nice to um, I'm, I'm a quest completer and i just really want to complete the quest more than anything else 
So yeah, but otherwise, um, me and my uh, roommate are probably gonna go out and find a find a group to organize ourselves with and go and do the raids. That's right. You so. said you had a roommate that you've been like consistently trading who was in Ukraine, I believe, for a little yes. while, right? Yes. And then he just came back to Canada to you know with all sorts of goodies to trade with you. I hope for you know lucky Pokemon. He got me. He got me a a, a, a Lolan Vulp, uh, Vulpix. Oh, yeah, hard to find. Cutest, awesome. cutest, arguably one of the cutest Pokemon in the game ever, especially Alolan Ninetales. Yeah, I'll second that. A hundred percent, one of the best designs ever. I can uh, concur with that. Uh, I mean, uh, we got you know yellow Pikachu, we got brown Pikachu, but the white Pikachu that breathes uh, ice. <laughs> oh, so good. You know what? I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take that, Tyler, and I'm gonna accept that. Ooh, I, I I agree. Alolan Vulpix, probably one of the cutest Pokemon. I mean, I could ask, but I feel like we'd have to think a lot because there is a lot of Pokemon to try to think of. You know, what, what's the cutest Pokemon? Cam, what have you been playing for this week? Or obviously, we know what you've been playing. Pokemon Go. How's your Pokemon Go week been going? Uh, pretty good. So we have a new event rolling around right now. Uh, in addition to the raids coming out, we do have that egg situation, which is what I've been focusing mainly on. So mm. 7k eggs that you can get from your friends giving you gifts now can contain region exclusive Pokemon from the first generation. Ooh. Yeah, so it's now the, the pressure's on, right? But the pressure's on and also the difficulty's on, because here's the reality of the situation. Uh, Niantic, and I've said this for a long time, Niantic really needs to give us a delete egg function. And it's a big problem because if you're getting eggs you don't want, if you're getting too many of something, a good example being if you don't have, such as my case, the opportunity to spin stops often, you'll only get a Alolan eggs. Because if I'm getting a bunch of gifts from friends that come so frequently that I actually don't have regular eggs anymore. And I want to be able to delete those and get regular eggs. But Man, the you don't is, like Alolan mouse and Sandshrews every day? <laughs> but the problem is now is that we had to like that went to effect at a certain time so i had to get rid of all of my eggs instead before, of having power walking yeah yeah before going to get this next batch of eggs that can have the region exclusives for a limited time to do that i had to spend money because i had to get enough incubators so i could actually work through my nine eggs okay. that were all lowland so i was like oh so your trouble with niantic is you want to be able to delete the eggs but right now the other option that niantic would have to you know let you deal with it oh, would yeah. be to pay the money and of course fix the problem and it's like i i don't see niantic changing that yeah yet. no me neither me neither well it wasn't a problem until now really that's the thing is there was not until this very specific scenario a paid solution doesn't help insofar as like you could pay to get rid of all your lowland eggs walk through them real quick and then only go spin stops that day and hopefully get nine regular eggs but i remember i used to walk around for two hours and i'd get maybe it took like a couple hours to get all nine eggs uh, regular, but Alolan ones, as long as you open a gift, there's like a 70% chance or something. Uh, so I worked through them all. I have my Alolan ones now with that might have the exclusives and I'm walking that and uh, those are going to hatch soon. Hopefully, hopefully region exclusives. So that's what I'm oh, going to man. I hope for your sake it does, man. Yeah, I, I really hope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I myself, I've also been playing Pokemon Go Shocker. Uh, most of it, the time that I put in was uh, today. I've tried very hard to try to get, you know, gifts out to raise the friendship level to, so I can get that sweet XP. Still have refused to add a friend, so I'm two out of the three for uh, friend codes for uh, the Celebi quest. And, uh, you know, one day I'll change that. One day, maybe not. So today, uh, with the, uh, as, uh, sorry, Cam had mentioned that there's special events going on, uh, as well as the whole egg situation. Moltres, Zapdos, and uh, Articuno are now appearing as raids, uh, level 5 raids from now, on, I believe, from the 13th all the way out to the 20th. 
Mm-hmm. And after the 20th, a first time ever, Mewtwo is going to be appearing in five-star raids instead of X raids. Uh, so if you've never done the whole, you know, do the raid battle over at a uh, specialized park area, this is near chance to finally do it on a more reasonable basis than saying, hey, you have one chance for an hour on this random time on this random day of the week. Mm-hmm. And so people are gonna, actually going to be able to catch Mewtwo a little bit more legitimately besides being hardcore dedicated. I'm on Discord, you know, scouting out other X-Raids with my, you know, with my brothers and sisters of Pokemon Go Love and all that crap. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm out. Uh, I'm triggering myself just thinking about it. I, I've gotten one Mewtwo out of the whole situation, and I've never gotten one since because of that. Uh, let's see, the XP difference right now between myself and Cam, because I'm passive-aggressively trying to defeat him in some shape or form, it's a very small and petty mental victory. Cool. Uh, 800,000, I believe. I'm a little bit under 800,000. On my end, I'm actually about to hit level 35, so that's fun. I know. I'm sure you do. <laughs> you, might know, you might know more than I do. <laughs> Like, you are my Dinkleberg of Pokemon Go. Like, I constantly see Cam collects. <laughs> this is where I'd, you know, my level 35 would be if I had it. I think but, Tyler uh, might know my ex- like EXP right now more than I do. You are definitely 1.215 or something million. Like, you are 40,000 or less away from hitting <laughs> the next level. We're, okay. we're approaching uh, stalker levels of Pokemon Go. Nice. I mean, it's so easy. The, the benefits of being, you know, friends with cam on pokemon go means i get this you know look every single time i get on and it's fantastic <laughs> i mean uh, destiny 2 does the same thing too it's like oh what power levels cam today i bet he's gonna you know hit the you know, two higher next time and it's like i'll inspect and start like oh oh that's pretty cool armor you know, oh, by the way by the way you scoping my 518 today <laughs> oh did, did he hit 518 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i think that's pretty much it it's my wife's birthday so we went out to catch some pokemon together before we headed out for her birthday lunch we caught a uh articuno i just wanted the xp honestly but uh, you know the rare candy is also nice oh man that rare candy but uh yes hopefully in uh next week we will be able to start catching me too in raids for now uh for those listening you'll be able to catch your legendary birds if you want to and right now for the Pokemon Go research quest. It is still in tail last I checked. I do not know when that's going to change. However, you know, if you haven't gotten it, I would get it sometime soon in the next week because, you know, your chance might be running out and I'm going to take a wild guess and say Suicune or it's Suicune, right? I say Suicune, yeah. Okay, good. Suicune should be coming up on the horizon. I'm guessing uh, next month. So let's be real here. There's, you know, the opportunity is going to arise and disappear real quick. So I think that's going to be it for Pokemon Go unless we have any wild announcements like you're going down, uh, mysterious person of passive aggressive intent. Uh, you know, who could that be? I don't know. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about games that we've uh, we've been playing. Cam, I'm going to look at you now. You are moving. You are happy. You yep. are smiling. What have you been playing, my friend? So Destiny, but we talked about Destiny. So all I'll say for that is I'm working through my weeklies for the first time. I'm doing weeklies and dailies and figuring that whole system out and uh, having trouble with something right now. There's a thing called the Ascendant Challenge that I'm really, really struggling on and can't beat. So I might need to do that with somebody uh, because I'm having a lot of trouble. It's uh, not about it's less about fighting and more about running and not getting killed by things. And my light level is pretty low for it. So I'm like, uh, is um, there a recommended uh, level? No, oh, sorry. Spoiler, uh, Cam, there is fighting, but at the end. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
I feel like I, the thing is they they won they pretty much one or two hit me so I feel like I need to, yep. to be higher. Yeah. Don't you love that where you're like forty below the recommended level and you get like halfway in because you just managed to skirt <laughs> everything, but when you actually have to fight or do something and you keep dying, it's like I've gotten so far. I don't want to give yeah. up because I can do it. It won't be fair. The rewards will be insubstantial, but I want to do it just to tell myself I did. And the thing about it too is I think. One thing for Destiny as a whole, I feel Destiny 2 as a whole, is I think that their normal brightness setting is way too dark. And maybe that was intentional, but I really actually can't see anything in the challenge. Like, I'll often try and jump over something and end up falling into a bottomless pit. Because I'm like, oh, that wasn't ground. That was just Dark Abyss. That's weird. I I, I could be wrong. 100%. Did they not uh, let you adjust the brightness in the very beginning? No, they do. But I think, like, following their instructions is too dark. So oh, I never follow their instructions. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah, yeah no, because it, it's hard. This is uh, more of a hardware thing. It's it, There's only so much you can do with one setting across yeah, millions, yeah. if not thousands, of um, different devices, different mm-hmm. kinds of TVs, yeah, monitors. TVs. Yeah. Like, so I think I, things might be a little just dark on my end. But I wouldn't follow that unless it was, like, an OLED TV or something like that, mm-hmm. where you want to enjoy true darkness yeah the full depth <laughs> if you want some k yeah <laughs> you want true darkness but uh yeah besides that been playing spider-man so i've been nice. borrowed spider-man Ooh, so Spider-Man, tell us about spidey it wasn't on my coverage but my friend beat it already so i got to borrow it uh that's a wonderful game i'd say definitely it's gonna be one of the game of the year contenders i'm feeling the uh, the swinging is absolutely superb almost nothing bad i can say about it 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 attaches to buildings that's the very important yeah, part yeah. you're not swinging on the sky and uh, there's a lot of great attention to detail stuff in the game i don't want to do a full review because uh, it would take a long time but everything minor every attention to detail even knocking enemies off buildings if you happen to catch an eye if you look and you see you knock an enemy off a building you will see them get webbed and kind of swing a little bit like they didn't actually die because spider-man oh, yeah. not kill people but and like when you hit them in the head with a mailbox you know that stainless steel yeah. they didn't <laughs> oh, but they're fine they didn't die, die. Yeah, yeah but they're fine uh, the combat system is is exactly what i need it to be it's you know it's not some spectacular style system but it's pretty stylish makes you feel pretty powerful and the story beats are wonderful yuri lowenthal is doing a great job as spider-man as peter parker and yeah, no, it really feels uh, super done up. I really, really like it. Awesome. Really, really like it. And it's weird because you're, you know, you wanted to make a very strong case right there, saying, "Hey, Peter Parker doesn't actually kill anybody. He, you know, everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, they just walk off all injured and stuff. No worries. They you know, try. A small headache. A little ibuprofen can fix that. You know, heavy concussion. But then there's moments, and it's not Peter Parker themselves, but Spider-Man in general. Like there was a time where a guy, and this is threw me off completely. A guy shooting himself in the head. And that's oh, yeah, just, yeah. That's, I was like, whoa, this it just pulled the persona you know on me. It's like they they went there. It's like, ooh. There's some no, there's some there's some real stuff in the plots here. Like, especially there's there's one scene in particular at a political rally uh that's pretty hardcore. It's pretty extreme. And it's like, whoa, oh, man. I, you know, you can't believe that just happened. It's like, man, <laughs> they they are not afraid of you know making the jump on something like that. It just felt weird because when you think of Spider-Man, Spider-Man's been pretty turbulent in terms of the the usage of different companies and whatnot. The license have been passed on many different ways. And so it's like, you'd, you'd think they'd want to make it look as great as possible, but they'd want to be safe when it comes to how things roll out. And it seems like uh, it's Insomniac, right? Yeah. Insomniac uh, decided, you know, no, we, we are not going to play it safe. We're, we're going to take some risk. We are going to 
face you know potential hostilities but they do it so well and i think they're yeah, very crafty yeah. with how they handle I, things i think that's the cool thing too is you can see in the gameplay that it was meant to be accessible so there's a couple things like there are puzzles but some of the more extreme ones you don't have to do you can skip them like it is meant to be accessible to everybody but in terms of story content like they're telling you a story and you either drive with that story or you don't which i'm personally driving very very well with it because i really like the idea of like just peter going around like oh i gotta be here i gotta be here i gotta be here there's so many places to go so many people to talk to and he's just like he feels like he's on his a game all the time pretty much but in his actual life as peter parker he has struggles so he's not like infallible that's the really fun part so in they do stuff with him when they you know get to his actual life where it's like oh he's going off saving crime here but like he's overdue on rent and might get evicted like it's it's a pretty fun uh sort of thing they have going on there but yeah overall um absolutely wonderful and, i have an uh, i have an important question to somebody who has not played it uh you, you can either say no or potentially i you know the, mm -hmm. to avoid spoilers uh does venom ever make an appearance in this game do you say you said you want no or potentially like if it's no that he's not going to appear it's not really a spoiler if you say he doesn't i guess in my head anyways cause... well i was saying because one way or the other i could answer that would spoil is he or isn't he because it's either it... no or a yes basically true i know Longer okay David? fine don't if, if you want to give me you know, the eyebrow thing or something it's just i really wanted venom to be in this game but i, I did not see a single trace from him i'll give you i'll give you a maybe i'll give you a maybe i'm not gonna say oh, no or yes but i'll give you a maybe okay okay sure yep. or i guess uh, like uh i i did see all the baddies and i did see you know how things are going to formulate how the story is going to come to its conflict which essentially was the trailer that we saw during E3, I believe, for the most part, like how things well, are going to be. Thing. If you know about Spider-Man lore, which I don't really, I'm not a Marvel guy, but I've I have a bunch of friends who are and told me, but mm -hmm. they do interesting things with the characters that they hadn't done before so they're not following any specific sort of comic books run or any specific movie run they're pretty much doing their own spider-verse thing going on here and they have villains doing things that you haven't really seen before and uh, certain certain things like that so uh, for those of you who know spider-man you start off the game and you're working for dr otto octavius which is pretty interesting Ooh, as, as an intern in his lab which is pretty interesting he's a great guy but uh, yeah, so besides that, I played Pixelmon as well, which was the final thing I played. And I love Pixelmon. I've talked about it briefly a couple other times. But Pixelmon is basically a Minecraft mod, puts Pokemon in Minecraft, puts, you know, Pokeball crafting in Minecraft, gyms in Minecraft, the whole battle system in Minecraft. And it's like kind of what I want out of a Pokemon experience. So I've just been on a server with people, uh, friends of mine, having a great time, you know, exploring. Because in every different biome, they have like 16 biomes and a bunch of different Pokemon spawns. Nice. Something really rare. I ran across a Lapras in the middle of the ocean exploring. And I was like, ooh, like it was so good. So that's just that's a, awesome. An ideal Pokemon experience, far superior to Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Anyway, so <laughs> I, 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 I just I just want to confirm this. Was this the same uh, let, uh, playthrough of Pixelmon where somebody posted on Twitter? A picture of your majestic wooden house on top of the hill? Yeah, yeah, they post my box. So I'm terrible at building. I have no crafting sense whatsoever. Uh, so generally, everybody makes mansions and fabulous constructs, constructs of like self, uh, what's it called? The, the self-processing ore plants and things like that. I just make a box. I, I can put some <laughs> wood blocks and I put them over there. And I made a square house, and that's my house. That's always I just wanted my house. to make sure I got that. Like, that's actually uh, pretty humble of you to admit something like that. Because oh, I'm terrible. I would have thought that you'd you know you'd have the the creative spark like ah oh, I want to look fantastic you're like nope utility I'm not creative at all keep the brain yeah, out no, like I'd be the same with any game that involves building like that I've got one room for my bed if the game needed a bed yeah, I've got yeah. one room for all of my workbenches every yeah. every single oh. one of my workbenches Rest and I've got and I've got one room for nothing it's just there and it's probably the entryway to the uh, 
to my abode, to my well, home. Well, that's the thing. I'm playing Pixelmon because I want to explore, have Pokemon adventures, fight the gyms, which, mind you, are really challenging because they give the gym leaders not competitive movesets, but smart movesets and good coverage. So it's like, ooh, this is dangerous. Uh, and with that all being said, I was like, I don't feel like I need a fancy house. And I also don't know and I'm not good at building them and don't want to spend the time. So I'm just going to take it at my own pace, you know, be real comfy with it. And I'm having a wonderful time with that. So those of you who have never tried it before, try out Pixelmon. It's great. So you play against, uh, I'm assuming, computer uh, gym leaders, you say. Mm -hmm. And there's trainers in the world, too. Yes, you can battle each other. There's trainers in the world, too. There's Pokemarts. There's Pokemon Centers. Um, there's a bunch of cool stuff. So on my exploration, I was just exploring the region, basically, and making, like, markers. Like, I was, you know, charting new territory. And I ended up finding the space-time altar, where you can summon Giratina and, like, Ooh. Dialga and Palkia. Yeah, no, like there's some cool stuff because it's so cool in Minecraft, just like exploring a mountain and then running across that and being like, yo, oh, man. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah that, that would be awesome. Yeah. Can you so, trade with the other players in the server? Yep. Yep. And okay. you can breed. You can do everything. You can breed. You that's, can eggs, you, that's, yep. that's it's sick. full. It is so, full. Nick, you say you don't play uh, Minecraft, correct? Yeah, but I might pick up Minecraft. <laughs> I was going to say, do, do you want to do, you you know, do something here? Because we can, yeah. you know. Make the Listen, jump. all I'm saying is if you guys want to, I don't know. I'm not the owner of the server, but I might I could ask because it's very easy. He has a mod pack. Oh. He mods Minecraft himself. All you need to do is just basically download his pack, download a launcher, and you can be on in five minutes. Cam's got an in. Yeah, please uh, whitelist us, dude. All right. <laughs> it, it's funny because uh, this reminds me of another time with uh, Minecraft. I wanted to get onto a server. It was a vanilla server, if, as far as I can tell. And uh, they had a lot of problems with trolls and whatnot. So they basically had to make you do an application to get into this. Yeah, I've done server. that. And uh, they accepted me, but it, I was thrown off because I was like, they're not going to accept me because uh, like one of the questions is like, why do you want to join the server? And in general, why do you like Minecraft? I'm like, oh boy, 500 word essay. I just typed in, I like to dig. And there you go. <laughs> they, they let me in based on yeah. that. I was like, okay, sure. You know, it's like, hey, I, I love digging. And that's what I did. Well, I that's guess. one thing where I, I do resonate with that because I do treat myself a bit like a mole person because you will see, here's the thing, that box, that box that you saw was it's my house. Boy, but I always, always have an underground area that that's like barely accessible where like I have a mine shaft. So like that tiny little house has a mine shaft that's just like nine by nine that goes down just all the way to bedrock and then branches off into a bunch of different mines. So like I'm all I'm an underground boy is what that's, it is. That's my favorite thing to do in Minecraft. Yeah. too. It's like make a three by three house make it standard wood, you know, windows yeah, and yeah. stuff. And then just put a little like ladder that leads down all mm -hmm. of a sudden giant fortress. Yep. Just whoosh, was like, oh, when wow. I was on whitelisted servers and stuff, that's actually how I used to play and why my building. One of the reasons why my building style is very easy was just because I'd hide my entrance. So I'd have a one block entrance in the underwater to my base or something like that, where I remember distinctly that one of my first biggest servers, we made a place called Brome that was like bro and Rome together. And uh, there was just a little island yeah, and Brome. <laughs> And like six blocks off from the island, if you went down, there was just a one, like a one block opening. And if you dove down there and then took a right path, you'd get into my base. That was the only way in, only way out. And uh, yeah, I just hid stuff basically. It felt like it was needed because if you didn't do the right mod to like townie or something to protect your property, yep. anybody could just come sweeping in and just, you know, loot all your stuff and destroy exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. There was uh, also a time where I was a mod for a large uh, Minecraft server and just like people messaged me like somebody destroyed my house. And so I would uh, hit it. I would see who the person was uh, with this mod, murder them, like by AKA banning, and then yep. you know send it back. Yeah, but I also yeah. realized I could do it against myself. I realized later that the admins could see what I was doing. 
mm-hmm. I would put like uh, 50 uh, diamond blocks down, mine them. Oh. Yeah, I use this thing to uh, roll back <laughs> the thing and keep the item. And then I, just one day they come to visit my house and I just have this 200 block high pillar of <laughs> diamond blocks. And it's like, where did you get all the diamonds? So I was like, I love the dick. <laughs> I love to dig. I love Question to dig. <laughs> yeah, and eventually they looked at the uh, the uh, the account logs of me, you know, doing rollbacks, and it's like, you know, Tyco two thousand uh, rolled back uh, fifty diamond blocks. Tyco two thousand rolled back fifty diamond oh blocks. God. Like, okay, you know, I, I, I might I might have deserved that. That's okay. You got me, <laughs> Nick. Nick, I I know you said that you played something besides Destiny Two Forsaken. What was it, man? Um, so the main game I was referencing was uh, Battlefield Five. Wait, oh, that's yeah, the division game. What are you I talking about? I played that about? too. I played that yeah. too. Battlefield, right? Or is that no, EA? EA? No, it's EA. Oh, but, yeah, uh, be gone. Call of Duty is Activision. I always get them mixed up because I don't care about yeah. either of them. You're saying that's though? Um, yeah. The only reason I played was because that's what my friends were playing, and I just wanted to play with my friends. Ah, um, I had a, I had a terrible, uh, and I almost it's not nightclub time yet. I, I had a terrible time. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had like a horrible time. It that wasn't. Is, I think it's an awful game. Um, are we just talking I, about in general with uh, the multiplayer? Are we talking the blackout no, mode? No, so, and this is what I agree. My friends were talking about this. It This was just purely multiplayer. They took many steps back from Battlefield 1. I played and I owned Battlefield 1 um, on my Xbox. And it was a fun game for the most part. But Battlefield 5 just feels like the most jankiest thing mm-hmm. I've ever played in my life. Like... And I've not even played uh, PUBG, so I, I can't yeah. even make a proper comparison there. <laughs> well, be assured, be assured, Nick, all the bugs that were there in the Battlefield 3 demo are still They're there. Features. They're, They're features. features. They're not bugs. They're DLC at this point, juice. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to say specifically, and this is a terrible joke, if they made a couple of step backs from Battlefield 1 to Battlefield 5, they had four games to go through from one to five man this is ridiculous how you know long it's taken them to fix these mistakes but i can see you're being funny there tyler I, i'm being horribly <laughs> facetious and it's funny because i was being legit this time around but uh, then i realized i had to you know make my own catch but, <laughs> that was uh, a good joke though especially for somebody who doesn't follow the series they would fall into that the one where your neck yep yeah not happy about that one yeah that was that was a little longer than usual Cam. not happy than that about that yeah. one Oh man, I was trying to play Koi too. I almost got away with uh, you being frozen. And all of a sudden, I hear something like Renekton or something like that. Renek. Uh, so, how much time did you put into Battlefield uh, Five, the beta? Um, four hours more than I should have. Oh. Okay, so about uh, I don't know, negative four hours. I hope for your sake or something Pretty like that. Pretty much. It's uh, four hours is what is it? One sixth of my day. I wasted one sixth of my day. Um, but beyond that, Overwatch. I'm streaming Overwatch on fixed days now. Um, Ooh, and good I'm too. playing competitively because I hate myself. Yep. Yeah, um, your sodium count is way too high when you play that thing. Very much so. Um, but yeah, so n- Monday I should be uh, continuing with my playthrough of Bayonetta, which, uh, or uh, as it stands today, as it comes out for audio listeners, um, which which makes uh, Tyler here particularly very happy because it's something other than uh, Destiny that I'll be playing. Oh, praise the Lord. Uh, <laughs> praise all the goddesses, the gods, whatever there is out there. Thank you. And I'm, I, uh, oh, yes. I was just going to wait for you to finish. Never mind. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty much done. I, oh, I was just going to say, I wanted to talk about Battlefield 5 if we could yeah, let's together. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's trash talk Battlefield 5. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what I wanted to fully intend to do. And let's execute right now. So okay. 
Okay, so we talked about, you know, janky stuff like that. I wasn't joking when I said a lot of the bugs are in there still from three. Uh, some of the ones that you can even still see. So like the crane neck thing was still there on PC for me. The fact of your like torso snapping backwards was still there for me. Like ammo floating into guns was still there. It's just a bunch yeah. of wild stuff. It felt like a Chinese knockoff, like a 10 cent Chinese knockoff of Battlefield just because of how jank it was. I, I really, you know, didn't have anything good, good to say about it. It did felt, feel like they rolled a lot back. It's not the battlefield that I remember. It's not the, it's not even really the slow paced combat in many cases that I liked about early battlefields and just things that are just as gross as like I play support and you know, it used to be that you take out your big ammo crate and you hunker it down. You're like, there you yeah. go. Now you have these little ammo pouches you just peg people with. And like sometimes yeah. you miss and they just roll off to the side and it's like restocked and it's so sad looking. It's the, like the worst part is for a beta, <laughs> um, I, I picked the medic class because I've now become uh, a m m m uh, healer main yeah, somehow yeah. all yeah. of a sudden. Good. Um, but yeah, no, I picked the medic class and I can't heal people. The medic right. class in a beta, in an open beta, doesn't come with the medical pouches or the medical crates pre-unlocked. You have to play the beta to unlock them. Oh, and God. That was, that was like you. So the medic class for their special gear, you start with a grenade launcher instead of <laughs> instead of uh, a grenade or something else yeah, the grenades instead of, right? uh, med kits like i can't understand Just shoot them until they stop bleeding um that usually fixes it okay. right okay well actually on that same on that same note i do want to <laughs> say that support class traditionally has an lmg and a shot like an lmg or a shotgun or something like that let's say and for me it was trench shotgun yeah which is the, which is fine but give us fine. like our main no, no, no. like like our main thing and then that's give us like a support for. thing do you know well, that's what i'm going for no that's fine the problem is the lmg they start you with as a support has a 25 round mag why is it an LMG then? Yeah, yo, that's my question. I was like, huh? <laughs> like, what would be the average size? I mean, is it even a clip versus a giant? It was just you a know, clip. An LMG would be about, you know, like 100 or at something. At the very like least, like a small LMG clip Maybe would be like 50. 50. Yeah. Yeah, that's a small LMG clip. Right. Then you're looking at upwards of like 120, 130, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It was just overall a terrible experience. And uh, unfortunately, I think it's on my review schedule. So I might have to try and weasel out of that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, get excited. Get yeah. hyped. Um, but yeah, uh, besides those games, uh, I've been, uh, me and my buddy have been uh, taking the grind for in Destiny slow. Um, also, I want to say 518, LOL, 531. Oh, um, how though? Um, I've actually gotten really lucky with my RNG one day and I was just getting uh, targeted upgrades for every single slot and then oh. after that I just got like uh, heavy weapon after heavy weapon and then like chest pieces after chest pieces so I wasn't really climbing up anywhere. Yeah, because I'm sitting here with about 70 edge transits and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best in the game. Oh, it's yeah. the only gun in the game. The I, don't, I don't know how you're using any other gun except for edge transit. Oh my god. I oh. finally got actually the the tiger tiger strike or whatever it's called the auto rifle which tiger I'm spike. Yeah. tiger spike yeah I'm so super happy about that because I was rolling with a sidearm and something else that wasn't working out like I didn't have a good combo with what I had so now I do so I got a really crappy roll on my tiger spike and that was my first one so I'm not too happy about that but I've gotten some pretty decent rolls otherwise so okay Nick I'm gonna ask you to take a seat you can take off your headset if you want to you do whatever you need to Cam. As somebody who just started playing Destiny 2, what have you been doing to raise your uh, gear level? Right. Okay. So I've been doing the dailies and the weeklies, just like I should be doing, hopefully. The, the I see. Bench ones? 
Well, just all of them. So I'm doing Crucible. I'm doing Gambit. I'm doing daily heroic story missions. I'm doing everything. I everything that has the shiny dot on it that says do this, get powerful gear. I'm doing. Um, okay. I'm having trouble doing some of the stuff from the city, uh, from the Dreaming City, just because some of that I feel like I need to be a higher level. Uh, besides that, I know I have a boost that I can get Prime Engrams from. Like I see the boost sometimes during the day where it yeah. says you can get higher chance of getting Prime Engrams. So I've gotten a couple that way, but mostly just trying to do out those weeklies and and dailies and that sort of thing yeah okay now nick i i'm not trying to disparage you but you no, are no. a uh a 100 in-depth encyclopedia where i only need about four percent of the information and you just you're a waterfall of information yeah, no that's I fair can't handle it and just overloads me it's like okay cam's not exactly the lame's man view of what i should be doing on destiny 2 but he's obviously doing something right and if I can just mimic him a little bit in the most simplest of the forms, that's you know. so Tyler. No, so really, except destiny. for like you take away the Dreaming City, uh, but like just ignore the Dreaming City yep, for now. Yep. Everything that Tyler Should said. Should I be doing Crucible? Oh, you mean Cam? Just take a look at your in destinations. When you hit destinations, you look at your map. You see that shiny gold, the shiny gold circle. Yeah. Yeah, those mean that you get weekly or daily bonuses there. And it'll if it says powerful gear and you complete that challenge, that will get you the gear. So I should technically, instead of trying to do all the weekly and daily bounties that are just doing horrible things to my uh, oh, okay. lower cavity. So, okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to interrupt here. Anytime I've ever said dailies or weeklies, I've been talking yep. about the quest on the destination overview, yes. not the bounties. Not some of the bounties do give some of the weekly bounties do give powerful gear but whenever i say dailies or weeklies i'm talking about your daily heroic story mission your daily heroic adventure your daily strike your daily crucible match your weekly five crucible matches your <laughs> weekly three gambit matches oh, no, your daily know. gambit match he didn't know that's those are some of the some of the dailies and some of the weekly bounties one weekly bounty from petra will give you powerful gear i believe yes. everything Nick. else gives you legendary gear Nick. Yes. Thank you. So, let, 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 wow. <laughs> I may have legitimately, and I'm not going to lie, if, uh, for the, anybody who gets to see that, I may have gotten angry and blacked out and raged for about three and a half seconds there. <laughs> I, I hit a point where I was rising and I just like, because doing the bounties with Patriot Venge has been nothing short of a nightmare. Now, obviously, you got the weekly stuff that you can do. And obviously, there's one of the weeklies where you have to do uh, eight of the bounties. Yeah, like and that. so yeah. that goes over two days because you do five in one day and then three the next day. Yeah. And it's been very frustrating. But if I can backtrack and go back over to Shaxx, if I can go back mm -hmm. over to, uh, you know, do all those other people that I used to talk to during Warmind and Osiris and do those weeklies and still get the gear upgrades I need, that would be much better because the Dreaming City has been roughhousing me hard. Yeah. So uh, a lot of them, you don't even need to talk to the people. The only people yeah. you need to talk to for powerful gear right now are Petra Venge and... Um, Ikora, right? Spider. Uh, well, Ikora for the weekly, for yeah. the weekly, but the spider in the in the uh, Tangled Shore gives you the different uh, wanted bounties. And one of them, the hardest one for the week that costs, I think, seven ghost fragments to uh, get, will give you powerful gear. Everything else gives you legendary gear, so you do them for different roles on uh, armor and Does weapons. Have to be my wife's birthday. <laughs> um, but yes, no. So again, so this is one of the things that I wanted to make sure that new people w were understanding when they changed the UI. Um, it's all the weeklies and the dailies on your destination overview when you hold down. Uh, I don't know what the button is on controllers. It's um, middle pad for PS4. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting because uh, I recognize my stage of addictions 
Uh, usually it's like a, a slow burn. I want to play as often as I can, as much as I can, but it's a slow burn. Right now, it feels like my addiction to Destiny 2 is the equivalent of uh, it's been about three hours since I had my lo- last snort of cocaine. Yeah, no, and I agree. I, it's like I am like in this huge rush. I got to play Destiny every given minute where I'm able to if I have free time. And it's so frustrating. And I think the problem with that was also because you weren't seeing any growth and you were just trying to figure out why there was no growth. And now that you know, it'll be it'll be a lot. It'll be a lot easier on you mentally. Something yep. weird happened uh, yesterday. I played with Nick. He wanted to do story. and Well, I tried wanting to do story so I could catch him up to the Dreaming City so we can do this stuff together. And he was like, "Let's let's have you tried Gambit? I'm like, no, I got you know, I'll play. As soon as I play, about five minutes in, an exotic drops. And I'm like, nice. I still haven't seen one. I, I, I just look. I was like, that's yellow. Is, is that an exotic? Like, I was just like flabbergasted. Like, I can was randomly it, was it get the no, I, I, I wish it was the Graviton Lance. Oh, man, I, I I would do all sorts of things I can't detail for at least another 20 right, minutes. Right. Uh, it, I, it was, I believe it was uh, some kind of a gauntlet piece. Like, oh, okay. I, I was kind of pushed off because I already had, like, the Ashen Wake yeah, or whatever yeah, it's called. Okay. The Ashen Wake's a terrible piece, by the way. <laughs> so, was it, like, Feedback Fence or something? No, no, like, it's just bad. Feedback no, Fence I'm is saying, great. It's it's just, was like, it horrible. Feedback Fence, what he got? Oh. I have no idea. I, I mean, I could tell you next time I didn't delete yeah, yeah. anything. I just kind of like looked at it, was amazed, like, holy crap, my stuff can get upgraded still by just random chance if I wanted to. And actually, you know, what? I'm not even sure if it was an upgrade or not. I was just amazed an exotic dropped because yeah. Yeah, no, that no, that's fantastic. I've gotten four exotics and all of them have been year one exotics. Nice. I you just reminded me I need to go get Zer. Uh, yes. Uh, I forgot. The, I don't, Zer, I saw for anybody listening, I don't know if it's already too late. It's probably too late. Zur is in uh, on Earth. He's in the yep. EDZ. He's on Winding Cove. Yep, north, very north of Winding Cove, I yes. believe. Yep. And uh, the stuff that I saw that he dropped, uh, like I think it was like an, another auto rifle or something like that. And it just, or no, it was a hand cannon, exotic hand cannon of some kind. And yeah, oh yeah, Cam's getting excited. And it w- uh, would have replaced my hard light. And I was like, eh, no, thank you. Plus, you know, hand cannon. But hey, that's your exotic hand cannon. Oh, sunshot, sunshot's a fantastic yeah, weapon. Sunshot, sunshot. Yeah, no, it's, it's an amazing like weapon. It's, uh, um, <laughs> it's a PVE focus weapon, great in PVP, but PVE, it, when you kill an enemy, they explode. And if it, they explode close enough to another enemy and that explosion does damage, and then that'll kill them, and then they'll also explode and it just chains the explosions. Chain explosions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Explosions so if they're all, all weak the enough, what does that mean? Uh, they get like one hit by the explosions, and if there are enough of them, all you'll have in front of you is a, a beautiful, like, a display of fireworks wonderful awesome fantastic so tyler what have you been playing thank you thank you very much <laughs> thank you so much uh unfortunately i uh i'm probably the one person that's uh, kind of like stagnating on different games but that's okay it, it kind of makes sense i've been playing world of warcraft i have ladies and gentlemen finally hit exalted with argusian reach and i now have a level 20 void elf yeah mate. yeah yeah at like six weeks of just hate-filled grinding it felt so good but the moment i made the character and it's like go out in the world go level the young child i immediately got off of world of warcraft and i haven't <laughs> touched it for about three days so far yeah. I, I like i i gotta get back on i gotta get playing because i was so excited i didn't even know what to name her i was like like i, I worked so hard you know uh, imagining this cool quest i can you know stream this character and all that I had no idea what to call her. I, I made some random bullcrap name from a generator, but I was happy with it. 
So I got that. Uh, I'm excited. Over on the Persona Forefront, I have made amazing progress. And uh, Cam, would you say it's safe to talk stuff that would be considered spoilery territory? That game is 10 years old. Okay. Uh, well, although Persona 4 Golden's not, but that well, I'm like 2012, right? right? Uh, so, you know, it's been yeah, six yeah. years. I, I would say after two years, it'd start to get to it's, open. It's fine. Just people people turn tune off. We're going to talk about Persona. So uh, I don't remember. I think last time I was going halfway like through the heaven area, I have defeated Namatame. I've gotten to the point where I realized that he's not the actual crook. Mm-hmm. He's, he's technically the crook, but let's be real. His reasoning was off and he was an idiot, but otherwise he was a good guy. And, uh, you know, it's like, hey, let's start, you know, give, here's a list of eight people that you think you might be a troublemaker. Seven of them are your own team uh, or like uh, and then two of them's like your father. One of them's your six year old sister. And then there's just one person that just seems kind of a little it out was of the Nanako. It was Nanako. Yeah, it was totally Nanako Dojima. She she put herself, she tricked Namatame to yep. you know, kidnap her yep. when in fact it was yeah. the killer all along. There's a really good image of selecting, it's like an image macro of selecting um, Nanako and then the next like selection, the next screen is her face all contorted like you should have stopped there, big bro. <laughs> How'd you find out? <laughs> but yeah, not Nanako. But I discovered it was Adachi, and they did, uh, I say a good job, but I feel like it, it was just more like sporadic. It didn't, you know, take hard to make him look like an aloof, just, you know, funny go to character. And of course, uh, the moment we suggest that he might be a naughty boy, all of a sudden, uh, light switch flips. Suddenly, he's not, you know, the, the happy go lucky person. He's actually, you know, in fact, potentially maybe a killer or something like that. Oh, yeah, maybe. And so I'm in the process of what they call the Seekers of Truth segment, where you're trying to piece together uh, how the heck to find Adachi in the uh, Midnight Channel. Yep. And so I haven't done that yet. I haven't seen where Marie has a correlation yet, but I'm assuming she's going to make an appearance in a deeper form soon. Is that the case or is this a wrong dungeon? So remember, Marie is added for Golden. So the original Persona 4 ends with Adachi's situation. But really? So uh, when it like, I know we're going to talk about the uh, the gas station attendant guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay, so Marie is more correlated with him. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that if I were to, uh, you know, meet with her in in any dungeon situation, it would be at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Adachi is pretty much by himself and yeah. So for, all, for all intents and purposes, Dachi's the villain. Okay. Yep. But then Golden's like, LOL, this isn't even my final form. Everything. So both Golden and the original did this, but they do it differently with Marie and Golden. But basically, it's just something you can expect out of Persona in general and out of SMT as a whole in general, which is whoever you think the bad guy is, there's actually some sort of evil aspect of God humanity that's behind everything. Always. That's completely not... It's mentioned lightly once about the tale of Izanami and yeah, Izanagi yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it just throws me off because, you know, I looked into the wikis. I did that deep dive. I got to understand mm-hmm. everything about Persona 4. And it talks so much about this stuff. But then it's just barely mentioned in the, the main storyline. And it, it's really frustrating, you know, knowing that at the very end, it's not really, you know, somebody that's mortal. It's, you know. This legend that got trailed oh, yeah, the always, course of this entire place. You're always going to fight some god equivalent in the end of a Persona game, pretty much without fail. Oh, boy. And I just want to confirm this. Uh, I believe the final time that I can complete the dungeon by is December 23rd. And people told me or the guides told me to specifically do it like either on the 22nd or on the 23rd. That way you can do the Christmas event or something like that. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about here? 
Um, so Christmas, I think, happens. Oh, you know what it might be? It might be that if you do it at the wrong time, it could skip Christmas. Because uh, I was told if you do the dungeon, it'll fast forward to the 23rd. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. So, if you're trying to eke out as much time as you can, that would be smart for that one. I'm trying to remember how that works. It's been a, it's been a few years since I last played it. Because I feel like I'm in the position because I'm playing it on easy yeah. that I pretty much can steamroll it. So, I don't really need to burn out the days. Plus, I'm mm -hmm. maxed out on all my stats. Oh, okay, like, I mean, if you want to go for it, then you can, but... Like, the only thing I can do, really, is uh, social links, but yeah. uh, I don't know how well it's going to, like, give me time to, you know, just run around and talk to the Rise anymore. Well, but... you can always see a little bit more of their story. Right. Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. So, I got that on Persona 4. I pretty much got it on the ropes, but I'm sure that means I only have another 10, 15 hours to go. So, yeah. you know, look forward to that. Yeah. I've been continuing my stream of Skyward Sword. I have... Uh, it's interesting to me because Skyward Sword does three sets of threes. First thing you do is uh, three dungeons, and then you do the uh, three flames to increase the power of your sword, and then to activate it or whatnot to continue on the thing, you got three sets of songs. And I am currently on the second set of three, where I just completed the fourth dungeon, essentially, to get the first flame. And wow, that was actually pretty hard. It was the first time that I actually had to consider, oh man, this might actually have some difficulty to it because... I fought the boss in there. Uh, I don't remember what the boss's name is, but it reminded me of like a papyrus or, or not papyrus. Uh, what is it? The the main final boss of uh, Curse of Osiris. Oh, Panoptes. Panoptes. I think his name was Kalaktos or something like that. You know, it had the same vibe. Okay. But it's uh, this giant golden statue with six arms and scimitars, and it looked like a some evil villain from Aladdin's uh, you know fifth movie that never got the uh, you know the release. And man, that is a good boss, but it's also a very hard, unforgiving boss if you screw up. I played that. I'm, uh, you know, about a third of the way through the game. And I think that's pretty much it on my end for uh, playing games. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we uh, continue on to another fun sec segment? I'm all set. The, the I'm, I'm excited. You know, you sound excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Very, I'm like, uh, I'm at that uh, point where everything's just neutral. And as I said pre show, Whatever happens, happens. Optimism up, Guardian. Okay, so... Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, for those who don't know, this is going to be the Nick Switch Initiative segment where uh, we pick a topic of Nintendo origin and try to grill Nick to the best of our tendencies in either a sadistic fashion or otherwise, you know, trying to give him an educational edge over the rest of, you know, human society. So one day that he may own a Nintendo Switch and then be the lore master over all of us. That way, if we talk about something, he can correct us and say that our lore is wrong and then give us the finer details. As needed. <laughs> I'm just waiting on the uh, Destiny 2 uh, switch port. That's all I'm waiting yeah, on. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Cam, thoughts here. Team up with me here. Let's say uh, we didn't have to pay for it or anything like that. We, You yep. know we do. If it came out to the Switch, if Destiny 2 came out to the Switch, would you switch to that? No. No, if, if I could bring all my stuff over, if I could crossplay and like keep my data between both saved to the cloud, <laughs> like yeah, right. Uh, oh, right, right, yeah. yeah right. I forgot. So yeah, the console players are already locked to 30 FPS. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, but uh, if I could do Why that, maybe. on the Switch it was 60 FPS. Then I'd play it on the Switch. If I could take, if I could take Destiny with me wherever I went, right? I would, I would 
hood. Live and die. I well, you see, live and die by myself. Now, Nick, you can. You can take Destiny wherever you want, as we oh, saw no. Tyler do. Oh, no. The PlayStation I totally Vita. forgot about this. With okay. the PlayStation Vita. Let's, 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 let's not talk about this because it's an abomination. And so let's, 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 let's talk about this. Game in today, guys. Oh, congrats. One yeah. of the two uh, visual novels imported yeah. from Japan. Congrats. Well, one was this one's from Venezuela. But yeah. Oh, obviously, yeah, you're right. You're right. So as uh, Cam had mentioned and Nick is dreading, there is one time where I was out of state for my usual uh, weekly runs, which uh, is no longer the case. I'm actually uh, enter- entering winter mode where uh, I will not be going out of state once a week anymore. Uh, lonely in my hotel room, pining for Destiny 2, but unable to play it in any shape or form. I was very upset with the world and I was watching somebody on Twitch playing Destiny 2 or some crap like that. And lo and behold, I had a terrible dark thought enter my head from the old gods of old. A brilliant thought. I whispered into your ear. Yeah, it was actually Cam. Tyler, (laughs) why don't you play the Vita? (laughs) Connect to the PS4. Because nobody remembers, but the Vita. Nobody remembers, but the Vita can do remote play for PS4. The new gods have abandoned us. And they've no left fun, us in ruin and forsaken no, us. No, like I, I, I tried this and it worked for me. You know, linking the Vita to the PS4, this forgotten ability, long time forgotten, <laughs> to play Persona Five, and I was like, eh, I don't want to do this. I want to play Persona Four, but you know, I give it a shot. And sure as all heck, you can play Destiny Two on your PlayStation Vita using remote link, and it Wonderful. is god awful. It is the best. It is the it's the it's like having a cool feature that you know you will never use. Kind of <laughs> like having the light for the Game Boy Link of the Game Boy Color, where you can plug it in. It has an overhead light. Sure, if you have anything less than ninety percent on your AA batteries, it'll immediately kill your Game Boy Color. But it's still nice to have to appreciate. It's hmm. a cool feature. Exactly. Or you can go to backlight. I and, used to see people at college playing Bloodborne and Final Fantasy XIV using the Vita like oh remote play. God. Oh, I mean, it it was cool because it looked great. It looked fantastic. Obviously, 30 frames per second. Well, you know, given the Internet stability and uh, the latency was horrible. I couldn't aim with squat. Plus, uh, it took me a while. I uh, like I was like, oh, gosh, there's no touchpad. And this moment was a moment of ingenuity for me. I touched the middle of the screen. The middle of the screen was the touchpad. So I entered directory mode by touching the screen of the beat. I'm like, wow that was so cool but other than that like aiming and everything else it was terrible and i i won't you know do that ever again unless it was as a joke (laughs) it's funny because i'm crossing two worlds here cam and the world of vita and you know making vita useful in any shape or form he can think of with nick who adores and puts destiny 2 on the highest of pedestals so i got i i i got like a, a grave grave lord with the vita saying you know rise from the grave trying to you know grab anything he can and meanwhile heaven with destiny 2 with nick you know being the the gatekeeper just combining and just watching the looks on both of your faces with cam <laughs> going yes and nick's like oh god please don't do this ever again <laughs> anyways so that, clearly nick needs a vita that's all we're saying the, so the next switch initiative guys mm, uh, it, it's a little thing where i'm going to give you five questions it is my turn uh, to bug you with the questions this time. Last time, I made it a little too easy, and I was very upset with myself. So I have uh, five questions for you. I've given them influentially, uh, like, it's pretty much going to be up to you. I can make them hard by taking out multiple choice or whatnot, 
And if you feel like that's impossible due to the circumstances, I'll have multiple choice for you. You'll just lose your honor and dignity as you try to answer it. Let's let's see how the first two questions go. Of course. And you decide according. And uh, so let's start with the Nick Switch initiative for the game Splatoon. So, Nick, you do also, remind you, have two calls to help for me to help you out. Absolutely. And in terms of, uh, just to let you know ahead of time, I picked up Splatoon 1 at launch. I played Splatoon 1. I did not buy Splatoon 2, but I know a good bit about it. So, fairly confident, but not extremely confident. Okay. And as Cam also pointed out last week, and I want to reiterate, we do not pick questions that we ourselves would not know typically. Oh, okay. And for your reference, uh, Nick, I have bought uh, Splatoon 1 for the Wii U on a Black Friday sale and then left it in the wrapping for about six months, only to play it for about half an hour as a joke to convince myself to play Splatoon 2, which I put a more significant or significant amount of time into. Okay. So, you know, I, my focus is on Splatoon 2, but there was a problem here. My personal rule was one Wikipedia article. That way he doesn't have to search through these wild, massive essays and torture himself about handheld consoles. Cough. But uh, in this situation, uh, there is no Splatoon series Wikipedia article. Right, there's Splatoon right. and Splatoon 2. So most of these questions can be answered simply by looking at Splatoon. However, there could be some information you can get a question right by looking at the second article. That's and uh, is there anything else that we can think of before we dig right into it? No, I'm ready to I'm ready to hopefully lose. So uh, at the risk of being immediately sued by you know, any kind of copyright infringement, uh, right now, probably Splatoon 2 music or Splatoon music is playing very quietly in the background. One of my favorite types of music I've ever heard from a Nintendo game. It's just so wacky and I love it. But let's get into it. Question number one, potentially a multiple choice, depending on honor and dignity. Hmm. And uh, I like to give some backstory to each one of these ones. Splatoon was developed by Nintendo's Entertainment Analysis and Development Division for the Wii U in 2015 yes. and focused on the domination through controlling areas with ink. This programmer, who had previous worked on games in the Animal Crossing franchise, was said to have created the concept. Who was this person? Huh. Wait, Tyler, I thought you said you were only putting in questions that you knew beforehand. <laughs> I would like to think that I knew this person. Are you not saying that's the case? I didn't know he was the person just, that did it. I, oh, I was going to say, I was just calling you out for fun. No, it's okay. You can call me out. I deserve that one. Um, Let me look at the rest of these. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I Okay, question number one, probably wouldn't have known. Question number five, I should have known, but let's be real. Uh, question two to the three. We're, we're in the hat, so we're good here. Okay, so anyways, Nick, buddy. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take my shot with this. I, I know, again, as I've as we've learned over the last few weeks, names are not my best uh, forte um, or not my strength. Um, but this guy's name is Shintaro Sato. Sato, Sato. I would say Sato, but as I'm sure you can guess, yes, you are correct. That is that is very correct. You, man, you honor intact. Shintaro Ooh. Sato was the uh, person that, you know, in you know, the Wikipedia article that uh, apparently had come up with the concept of instead of shooting each other to death with bullets and whatnot, use ink. And ink is, uh, a, you know, a double feature to where you can cover territory and whatnot, which is the more important aspect of the main game or the main multiplayer game in this case. So good job. Question number one is Thank yours. You. you got two more to go. Question number two. Which of these games is not an online multiplayer game in the original Splatoon game? And obviously, I can't tell you, uh, you know, guess without any multiple choice because I said not. So which of these four is not an online multiplayer game in the original Splatoon game? 
A, Splat Zones. B, Rainmaker. C, Battle Dojo. Or D, Turf Wars. Um, Is there any glass shining coming your way, Cam, just in case? Yep, Shane. Okay. Uh, sure. Oh, you just wanted to see if uh, Nick was confident before he suggested anything? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, no, modesty. I'm, I'll take I'm that. pretty sure it's either C or D and I'm going I'm going to go with I'm going to go with D Turf Wars D Turf Wars okay uh we all set with the answers then yes okay that answer D Turf Wars wasn't in fact an online multiplayer game it was actually the default game for both Splatoon and Splatoon 2 uh that's uh really what you get, uh, play when you try to cover the entire map so was it uh, Splat Zones that was wrong then uh, Splat Zone was A, and that also is an online multiplayer yeah. game. The game that was not an online multiplayer game was called Battle Dojo. Battle that was Dojo. a local multiplayer game. Yeah, I remember seeing something about Battle Dojo, and I'm like, that seems familiar. I know Splat Zones was like uh, one of them, and then Rainmaker because it's unusual, or like at least name-wise thematically unusual. I was like, that's probably, I remember that. So, okay. 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 So uh, one win, one loss. Yeah, that's still pretty good. Plus you got two strikes in the hat for a cam if you need it. Yep. Question number three. This does not have multiple choice no matter what. Sorry. Okay. This is uh, this is where the Splatoon two idea comes in. What are the names of the Squid Sister idols in Splatoon or Splatoon two? I'll let you uh, pick from either of those uh, those pair. So I'm sure um, there are separate pairs. So I'll let you decide which ones you want to do. Uh, okay. So I know uh, one of them starts with an M, and the other one starts with a C. Do you want backup? Yes, I was. I was gonna call you in here, Cam. All right. So um, I would say, God, I, I think I know both, but I'm very, very, very confident. Yeah, if you want a bonus point, go ahead. I know Splatoon Two is Pearl and Marina, mm -hmm. and I think Splatoon One's Callie and Marie mm -hmm. is what I think. I think those are. I think those are. Yeah. But I'm very more confident about Splatoon Two than I am about one for that yeah, one. I'm, so did you say Pearl and Marina? Yeah. See, Callie and Marie sounds right to me, and I want to go with that. Yeah, that, that was Splatoon One. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. Just so, just so I'm understanding the question clearly, could you repeat the question, Tyler? Is that okay? Sure. What are the names of, and I say this in quotes, uh, what are the names of the Squid Sister idols in Splatoon or Splatoon 2? So basically, I need a pair of names from either of the games. So I'll let you decide which one you want to do. Okay, so I'm going to go with, I'm trusting my gut here, and hopefully it's got me through some rough exams. Let's say Kelly and Marie. Okay. And the uh, that answer is correct. That is for one. Uh, it's the joke is uh, they call her Kali in Japanese, obviously for us it's Kali because Ka Kali Mari, as in yep, uh, yep. squid or octopus, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Yeah. I get it. And of course, for and then Splatoon, you have Pearl and Marina, and you're like, wait a second. Yeah, they completely <laughs> change it. They're like, oh, uh, these people are not together at all because well, uh, a different reference there, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, uh, Kali Mari are considered squid sisters in the first game, but in the second game, they're called squid idols. That's why I said in quotation marks, squid sister idols. I didn't want to cause any confusion, but yeah, yeah. you guys had on the mark. So, you got two wins, one loss. So, this should be pretty easy for you. Okay, question number four. What is the source of power for Inkopolis, the Inkling City hub? Do you want honor and dignity in answering on the first shot, or do you want multiple choice? Um, I believe it's the Great Sapfish. Okay, is that your <laughs> oh, final answer? That is indeed my final answer. Well, I'm very upset. That is uh, correct. Uh, I, I figured that was going to be easy. I looked at this freaking article like, wow, it's less than like a thousand words. Oh, boy. But I, I figured I should you know, make it uh, one of the choices. Good job checking that out. That is correct, and that does give Thank you a much. third win. Nice. 
However, for some reason, uh, I made a note here. Question number five. If you get this wrong, you lose a point. Oh, that's oh what? Okay, I'm let's put that okay. there. Oh, gosh, let's, let's do that. Let's put it into hard mode. Got my help, too. Yes, you do. And this All is right. the specific field. In the end of March of 2018, how big were the sales worldwide for the original Splatoon? March 2018? 2018. Can well, after a Splatoon 2. Can yes. I ask a question? Is that the most recent number they have? Uh, as uh, in regards to the Wikipedia article, yes. Okay. I can Splatoon or Splatoon 2? Splatoon 1. Now, mind you, it says March of 2018, which is almost half a year past Splatoon 2 coming out. So How close do we have to be? Uh, Ken, you are the numbers expert. I will regret this to you. How close do you think you should be? Uh, I mean, you could use the rule I was using, but, in, I, but that's, I would say that's tougher with, with, with I know it's in, I, well, I'll put it this way. I know it's in the in the single digit millions, so that's tougher with within that. Within one million. How about within that? one million? Okay. Um, I can help you here, I think, if you want, Nick. If it's if it's Platoon 1, and I'm just going to say this really quick. I, I, I not ex- explicitly, but I sort of mentioned or wanted it for it to be a little challenging. So I did look up the sales numbers. Yeah, there you go. And so I'm pretty sure oh, it's... No. it's Wait, can I guess? Can I guess bef- to see if I'm right before you answer with the okay. correct answer? Yeah. Okay. So I, I think... I think Splatoon One now is God somewhere. God, wow, that's no, a I take. I say high fours. It's better than Peach Please Splash Two calls it God. I'm going high fours, low fives for my for my guess. Okay. Uh, so from the uh, Wikipedia article, I might have been at the wrong place, but Splatoon One was at three point nine seven, and Splatoon Two was at six point seven three. Yeah, I know Splatoon Two. Yeah. So I'm going to go with 3.97. Okay. And that is your final answer. You're going to disregard Cam? Yes, sir. Wow. That That is actually... Whew. Nick put his own confidence in numbers over Cam right now. And the number that I give you for March of 2018 is 4.93 oh, I was wrong. Cam was right. Yeah, Whoa! I was wrong. <laughs> However, I was getting the numbers mixed you up. said 3.97. That is within 1 million by That is something else. This is just sheer luck. <laughs> So uh, instead of getting your negative, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I made the mistake of disregarding Cam. I was just so confident, and I got the mistake number wrong by one. And Cam was like, "This is dead eye level accuracy. High nines, low five, four point nine three. I knew Splatoon two was in six. I knew Splatoon one was a little bit under it because it wasn't the best selling, but I knew it was a very. It was their second best IP for like years after one of the week. It was after we yeah so i was like oh given that it has to be yeah all right cool <laughs> amazing almost 5 million out of the 13 million of the wii u consoles the fact that it got that high percentage yep. so i want to point out that cam did accuracy and recognition of you know low uh, five high four he did what twitch could not with cam or sorry and with nick in terms of uh yes. 2.97 <laughs> he understood oh, that's, that why, it was- that's why that number was stuck in my head <laughs> hey that guy Jeez. actually could have been that you're not wrong that and you might have been on the right thought there Ooh. so <laughs> you did get the the point there that is 20 bucks coming your way the last i checked you were at 195 so i believe this Ooh, puts yes. you at 215 getting you there are- over two thirds of the way towards the the switch, or 
I guess whatever you use the money on once it goes your way because you can totally just say, I'm going to buy a Vita. Yeah, if you buy a Vita with that. No, I, I'd, I'd rather buy a Switch. <laughs> I would like, I would personally beg you, just like, just take my Vita. Just get a Switch, please. Do there. that too. Do that too. Take Tyler's Vita. So did you hear about, I believe it might have been uh, the people from uh, PS I Love You XOXO. Was it Greg Miller and mm. Colin Moriarty? Greg, yeah, uh, I know Greg Miller. They uh, did something, I believe, it might have been them, called the uh, PS Vita, like some kind of program where if you stop playing your Vita, mail it to them, and they'll have a list of people who couldn't afford a Vita and mail it out to them, like a refurbishing, like that's so cool adoption service. And it I was felt that way for a long time. Like, uh, it's like, I love the Vita and all that stuff, but it needs to, you know, mm-hmm. let's find it a good home if we're right. with it. Welcome to the nightclub, where things might be a little bit not safe for work. If you got children around, you probably should enjoy this later. But don't worry, we'll be waiting for you. Yeah, no, I used to buy, I used to, for people's birthdays and Christmas, I used to buy them the PSTVs, which were only $40. Yeah. And it was basically a Vita in a, in a micro console. And I used to buy that as a gift and just give them out. But at the same time, I'm like, I see them all not getting used now. And I'm like, oh, you know, oh. They, need a, they need a happy home. That's one thing that resonates with me deeply is one of the reasons why I originally refurbished consoles and would fix them is because I wanted them to be used and, and actually have a happy home. Right, let them be loved by another person. Don't yeah. let them get collected and enter dust. Good job, Greg Miller. Good job, PS guys. I, I believe that's them. Hopefully I'm not giving the credit to the wrong people here. I'm pretty sure Greg Miller is with PS I Love You because I know he shows up. They were originally. Yeah. Uh, they both split off after a while. Uh, Greg Miller, obviously, he's still a part of uh, IGN, I believe, but mm-hmm. he's doing his own thing. And I believe Brian Altano and a couple of people had taken over the uh, Yes, I Love You XOXO oh, okay. before it went into the ground a second time permanently. Oh, yeah, and I never actually know that's that's incorrect. Brian Altano had gone over to PS Beyond. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, I Love You XOXO just simply burnt to the ground and uh, Moriarty and Miller just split ways. Yeah, I've never listened to it or whatever it was. I assume it was a podcast, right? Yes. Yeah, I just, they would show up and have a panel at PlayStation Experience sometimes and talk about stuff. So I'd usually just watch that. It was a good show and it was kind of upsetting that it just randomly disappeared out of anywhere. Now, if I say the word Machi, Nick, would I be correct? I think it's okay. Mochi personally, but. I personally think it's Mochi too, yeah. but it's just, I, I noticed that uh, one of our podcasters who's just randomly dipped out of screen and now I see him chipmunking. Mind you, this is the only thing I've eaten today so far. Okay, I won't call you out. Oh, actually, never mind. I already did, but it was funny. Okay, jeez. So, uh, congratulations again, the Nick. You Thank are you very at, much. You're at two fifteen. That Ooh. means you are uh, technically four, five. I mean, if you hit two ninety five, I'm going to give you the five bucks for a freebie. I'll find you know deposit bottles somewhere because oh. in Michigan I can get ten percent for a bottle. So 215 US dollars is equal to 280 uh, Canadian dollars. Okay. Um, and a switch, the last time I checked, is about 379 before tax. Um, I would probably have no problem like covering tax for at least like the last 20, 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. So we're getting close. Yep. Well, I mean, like I said, uh, I'm not sure if like they made it more expensive through the Canadian thing. Obviously, you know, currency exchange, but uh, it was $5 if I were to purchase it for 300 plus tax. And then have it shipped to the, the Canada. So three hundred to five plus tax essentially. So if that you know, if oh, that's the three hundred thirty total, it, it know, just it, might be right. Or me just going across even to Seattle to yeah. getting it there. 
Oh, that's another thing you could do. Because yeah, then we save on shipping expenses too. Smuggle I switches would... into Canada. Yeah. Oh man, are we about to suggest smuggling? No, all, no. All I have to do is just stay there for two days, and then my allowance for what I can bring back increases. Really? Yeah. Oh, so there's like the longer you there's stay, a shopping the allowance. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going for uh, if you're there for 24 hours, I think it's a hundred dollars per person. In just in general, where they're not gonna tax you, and then based on like how much you bought, what you bought, why you bought it, who you are, they'll tax you accordingly. Um, like you can't bring um, anything more than um, a bottle of alcohol or a, yeah. uh, like a 12 pack of beers without uh, paying tax. But mm. we I did that close to Christmas where I bought a crate of beer because a crate of beer was e- uh, equivalent to um, a six pack for me over here sometimes, depending on the brand. And oh, they're like, wow, you know what? Yeah, so it was. It was a course for a full 24 crate of course for 11.50, and over here a full uh, six pack of Corona is fucking thirteen dollars. Ooh, thirteen dollars. No, you get excited. For a, pack of, for a pack of Corona. I don't know if you have to worry about that, that though, Nick, because I don't think they've rolled out the switch sniffing dogs yet on the border. So you oh, might. No, be no, I wouldn't have to, but like, unless, you but, trunk, but no, but see, no, okay. the in the tire well, and then they'll never find it. They can't sniff it out. Or, they can only sniff on PS4s. For particular but. reasons. Anytime I'm crossing into the States or back from the States, I particularly get nervous. No. So I avoid um, being... Why would you uh, get nervous, Nick? Shifty or uh, nervous for any reason. So I would... um, (laughs) I I tend to be quite upfront on what I'm carrying and what I'm bringing uh, to or from. Those video game smuggling dogs can only smell PS4s. (laughs) And PS Vitas because they're... They're so rare nowadays. All those dogs are dead, unfortunately, but it's like uranium. Uh, Just don't get any copies of arms because the scores for that stink so badly. Even the dogs can pick it (laughs) up. So I can't I can't even watch gameplay of arms. That's how bad I think it is. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) do they keep track of what you leave with and what you come back with? I mean, I like would if imagine you just had a, a switch in your backpack. You're like, oh, you know, I had this the entire time. LOL. Like, I mean, uh, I would with- imagine, but it depends. Like I cross, I go across this particular area enough where there's just like, oh, what are you going down for? Oh, I'm headed to see my cousin. I'm like, all right, have a good day, stamp. And then I'm uh, good to go. Right. So I just don't want to, I just don't want to take any chances. Yeah, yeah. There's, they can always be the one off. Because the one time that you're like, did you pay Canadian taxes on that switch? And they see the sweat bead just kind of drop a little bit and like, <laughs> We're gonna hold you up for forty-eight hours. No, at least yeah, I got that would this. actually be the worst. Well, they got me crossing the Canadian border once because uh, my iPod was connected to like a a thing that I used to run it through my radio, and I had it up in the the light uh, fixture. So like, it, there's just a wire hanging down, uh, basically. <laughs> oh and, no! Yeah, so there's just a wire hanging between the top of my car and the bottom, and I, I did get stopped for that. And they're like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's, it's just my iPod, just music." Oh gosh. <laughs> never crossed into the canadian border before i've never entered canada you're missing out (laughs) i'm very frustrated because i have what they call an enhanced license uh basically uh i'm not sure if it's different in other states but in michigan an enhanced license you can use as uh in lieu of a passport Mm -hmm. like i had to pass a bunch of background checks and whatnot but uh basically you know it shows it's enhanced it has uh my fancy information on the back that they can look up instantly at the the borders Still haven't done it because a I don't want to go there by myself just in case you know shit goes awry, and that's and like if if I got in trouble in Canada, it's like man, if all I you have to do is oh sorry about that yeah, there yeah. bud, and Did then you, you're uh, good to go. Yeah, just you say apology letter. Yeah, a, a very large uh, apology letter. 
No, and, they'd write you the apology letter. Oh, yeah. they write you. We're very <laughs> sorry for the circumstances of holding you up for those five <laughs> minutes. We really hope sincerely that, you know, uh, next time you reconsider you're breaking the law or whatnot, you, you tried using uh, American dollars and refused to accept a receipt or some crap. You know, you, 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 okay. Anyways, uh, the main reason is I want to go with my wife. Wife doesn't have any kind of passport or anything. So mm-hmm. she would get stopped at the border. Whoops. So, anyways, uh, let's talk about video games. Yeah, let's do that. Guys, I like video games. Guys, we had a Nintendo Direct happen a few days ago. Yeah, we did. And I would say it's big, but into me, you know, into me, uh, I really didn't care for it. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I'm gonna pr- uh, preface this with uh, I was not very impressed by it at all uh, because there was a couple of stuff that pretty much we knew, kind of some clarity, and uh, oh, one more thing, just kind of like. It was but, um it was a meh direct in terms of just overall uh, I think appeal and presentation. Uh, there were some what they decided to do was make it seem artificially big by talking about every single game that's coming out, even if it's been announced for months. So in terms of new announcements, uh, the really only big things there there were some new indies, but the big thing was like Luigi's Mansion Three. Yes, that and, was a big heavy hitter in the middle. And then the Animal Crossing there. 2019, really. And then uh, some stuff leaked early. Crystal Chronicles leaked early, but we saw that. Uh, all of the World of Final Fantasy coming over, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, and FF7, 9, 10, 10, 2, and 12. Wow, it sounds like coming. you're missing a number there. What's going there on is. there? And so funny story about that. Uh, they're missing eight, and I think I know why. And we talked a little bit about game preservation a few weeks back, mm-hmm. and I talked about this on Twitter. I'm very confident in the fact that Square probably lost their source code for Final Fantasy VIII. They done forgot they, it. They like, lost it twice for seven. They lost it twice. So when they were making the PC version in 97, they gave an unfinished build to the team because they didn't know where the real finished one was. They were like, oops, we lost it. Work with this. Oops, and then they, in 2014, 2015, when they re-released it again for PC, Steam, and PS4, they called the dude from 97 and was like, hey, do you guys have that master copy? Because uh, we don't. <laughs> so <laughs> they probably don't have it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And just to further expand on that uh, viewpoint, uh, they have uh, Final Fantasy VII out on Android. Mm-hmm. You can buy it for $15. A great price point, by the way. God yep. damn. But I realized, and what I think they did is they took the PS1 ROM and then shelled it into their own emulator onto the thing. <laughs> and it runs so terribly, and it was just frustrating how terrible it was. And then, so after that, immediately, I downloaded the ROM, got my own uh, PS uh, emulator on the Android, and it ran perfectly fine. But the <laughs> one I paid for was terrible. Like, just yeah. fucking disgusting with well, how bad it was that's probably because it was based on the pc version from 97 which they wasn't built on the master copy in the first place and they had to actually finish the game for square because it wasn't done and there was oh, you know yeah, sections yeah, that were yeah. left out and sections that were in that got cut it was a mess and it, that's why i'm honestly like with nine they learned we know they have the master copy of nine we've seen that before but i don't think they have it for eight um there's also some concern about the the vocal track in the game but that is i uh, really just a music licensing thing where they just would have omitted it they wouldn't have not put in the game so i really think they just don't have it cam wh- why don't you why don't you just tell us how you really feel <laughs> <laughs> that squall's dead <laughs> is that how i really feel no <laughs> um uh for me a pleb who doesn't really pay attention to nintendo uh directs a lot um what seemed to be the biggest and i think you already mentioned was um the animal crossing uh, confirmation um and then the nintendo online which has been a meme this entire time and i don't know why it didn't come out at launch because how much 
Make for a company like more. Nintendo, how many, how much capital do you actually need to get an online system set up? That's probably not that complicated in this day and age, but they're probably just forcing people to buy their system more and more. And then like, ah, oh, we made enough money finally, and now we can make an online system. Hey, Tyler, uh, are we yes. past the hour mark by any chance? Uh, we are 100% past the Wonderful. hour mark. Nintendo has made every fucking worst decision they possibly could in regards to online. And literally oh, every yeah. negative decision. And I'm going to yell at them on many different platforms for it over the next couple of weeks. It's going to be Shit wonderful. Adam. Looking forward to it. I'm shitting on them real hard for it. Also, um, there's been a lot of like excitement for Katamari. Yeah. And can somebody explain why? Uh, Katamari uh, Damacy was a was a PS2 game, and it was a very very bizarre title for the time. It was very unique from what a lot of people were playing at the time, but everybody got it. It was a big cult hit, and you basically just roll around and you roll stuff up, and you know the ball gets bigger and bigger, and uh, you can then pick up bigger stuff. There's many Flash games, Newgrounds games that work like it, but it's just a quirky Japanese game that. Okay. It's yeah. a shitty arcade game that gained popularity. <laughs> Karnamari's fine, Tyler. It's, it's fine. It's okay it's, in retrospect, but a, a full price game? No. Like if, if it was like a, a $10, $15 game that you played on the PSP, yes, that's fine. And I believe it did come out on the PSP, but like I was happy with that kind of idea, but playing it like fully on oh boy, Ken's giving me the uh well no, I'm thinking sure we in. love we love Katamari was a sequel, and I don't know if that was the PSP game or I don't remember what happens after that or if there was a port or what. Well, my point is uh playing it on a yeah. home console game, it I just it didn't sit with me right. Now obviously people enjoyed it and whatnot, but it just didn't hit me the right vibes. Like I put Katamari uh in the same boat as Loco Roco. Okay, that's this, though, no, that's Loco fair. Roco. I enjoyed it, it was weird, but I also did play it on handheld once again. Obviously, I, I played the remaster in PS4 and it was okay, but it just had like that same what note quirky feel to it that expand a little bit. But it's like, I, I think it was the king specifically. I felt like it was almost a Japanese meme just waiting to happen. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh look at me, I'm the yeah, king. He was. I might have screwed up a little bit, lol, and it just didn't sit with me. but Yes, you said Luigi's Mansion 3, working mm-hmm. title, is coming out. Plus, they did announce, I believe, uh, Luigi's Mansion, the first one, is coming back on the 3DS. They had announced that previously. So yes, we knew did. we knew a bunch of other stuff was getting ported. That's why a lot of people expected 3. Did because... they mention two-player mode, though? No, that was new. That was, that was new. new. Yep. Where you can uh, now play with uh, two Luigi's or Luigi and Luigi's Shade which is really his uh, existence whenever it's a non-Luigi game, pretty much like <laughs> Green Mario Blur over here. So you can now play as uh, uh, you know multiplayer if you own both the copies. And if you only have one copy, then you can play the uh, boss rush mode essentially together. Yep. So. Uh, there was another thing from the direct, a uh, little company, not sure many people have heard of it, uh, called Game Freak. They, mm. they are making a game. Um, I've never heard of Game, game. Freak. They're making an interesting game called. Have you not Tau. heard of Tembo the Badass Elephant? Yeah, have you not heard Sega? of Giga Wrecker, Giga Breaker? Oh God. Anyway, anyway, Anyways. Game Freak's making a game, a wonderful RPG called Town for 2019. And why do I have feelings about that? Uh, because Game Freak's known for for another little game, um, Pokemon, the 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 entire Pokemon series, everything. Absolutely I've everything. never heard of Pokemon. Yeah, Can you and, please tell me about Pokemon? Well, the really fun thing here, the really interesting thing here is, is just, just a thought maybe is, uh, you know, we look at this, these new games coming out. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. Then you look at town and then you look at this you alleged 2019 game. The beginning of the game. No, then you look at that alleged 2019 Pokemon game, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder how all these pieces fit together, and I wonder how this is going to turn out horribly for us in the end. <laughs> Where the fuck is my mainstream core <laughs> RPG Pokemon game? What Set is everything. 
every hardcore Pokemon person ever, probably after the stream, just shouting. That's all. Well, here's the thing: they they had a big hiring, like they have like 300 employees, so they can work on different projects. However, that being the case, I don't trust Game Freak to work on multiple projects because they keep no, cutting content. Also, like even if it's like at least <laughs> they have might not trust problem. them, but okay, sure. We can work on multiple projects, but tell us something. They also, I'm, I'm saying, I don't even know if they can. I think they have a resource problem. They cut content for games, even given the fact they weren't working on something like this previously, they've cut content. So it's like, you clearly have a problem. So what's going on here? And the other thing, just want to say as a joke, they sell a feature of the game as taking place in one town exclusively. And I'm like, mm, I don't think that's a feature. I think that's more a game freak limitation. But uh, yeah, no, I and, and also I didn't want to point something out from, uh, Sitting on the sidelines for a lot of the Nintendo Directs, when I read this part of the article, um, mm. and I'm going to read it out, yep. Game Freak, the developers behind Pokemon, is creating a brand new RPG with the working title of Town. The entire story of the game takes place in a village, which you protect from monsters with tactical <laughs> battle commands and the aid of villagers. I don't know about you. I don't know about you guys. But to me, that sounds an awful lot like Digimon. <laughs> You're oh, right. Oh, yeah, Digimon. Right. I was Monster Rancher, but you know what? Digimon's yeah, a good one. Maybe, too. maybe. Monster Hunter Stories, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Mm, um, what the okay, fuck? so one thing I do want to say um, this is the long shot, 2% chance. 2% chance 2 we're actually being tricked right now, and this is a Pokemon game. That's what I'm thinking. Like, that's oh, the only. The reason I say that is because Nintendo's done that before. Um, if you guys remember, Project Guard and Project Giant Robot during the Wii U ended up being Star Fox games. Uh, and they show them off like, no, these are these are completely new, not Star Fox games at all. That monster at a two percent chance probability. Well, I'm just saying that monster at the beginning looked kind of generic to me, and I'm like, what if that was a placeholder? And this is okay, a test for the, the graphics engine. Flying type. Or something like what that. if this is a test for the engine? <laughs> but that's it's a very small shot. I think this is a game. I'm just concerned about their resource management in regards with that. So mm, conflicted about that one. So uh, this one uh, kind of settled with me almost the right way, because usually I see these games, I go, eh, Damon X Machina. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a popular, kind of popular, uh, at least to me it is, uh, mech fighting game. Yeah, it's popular uh, to me. I'm going to say, to me, like, uh, I fell in love with it. I believe this might have been the same game series that employed the uh, the uh, mech from Code Geass. So, well, no, D Demon, Demon X Machina, I think is, is new. Strictly? Okay, Demon it's new. X Machina is new, but... I think I'm thinking of some other mech game that did something similar then. You are, because this is the Armored Core team. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this Fair was enough. almost entirely the Armored Core team. So, uh, they make their own types of mechs then, right? They wouldn't import it from different other, uh, like, stuff think, like Gundams or whatnot? I don't think they are. No, okay. most of them looks... I mean, there's sure some, probably some visual similarities and maybe some skins, but I don't know about... I, I haven't seen anything Code Geass nece necessarily yet. It doesn't even matter because it looks fucking great yeah, and I really want to play it. It's like, oh my gosh. I was on that from the get-go. I was and like, then Ooh. like the guy hops out of the Mac and it's like, hey, let's play Fortnite. <laughs> it looks just like <laughs> Fortnite. It just freaked me out. Oh no. I know, right? Yeah. So yep. uh we also know that the untitled Yoshi game is now called Yoshi's Crafted World. Yep, that one leaked a little bit early, unfortunately, but yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't remember if it was from this or from something else. I thought I saw some that looked like uh, Final Fantasy Mystery Dungeon. Yep, that was uh, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Um, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Yes, everybody. Or something like that. Yeah, that they're redoing there. So I mean, how do you I'm feel about happy. that? 
I'm always here's the thing. It's like, all right, how do I really feel about it? Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon one is how I really feel about it. Oh, but I feel jilted in that way, but at the same time, I'm not against it. Like the one thing is this direct had a lot of stuff for me as an RPG player in terms of getting ported, but there's altogether mostly ports going on here. A couple new game announcements, but you know, Luigi's Mansion we saw a little bit of, but again, Animal Crossing was really just a title screen, and that works sometimes so like metroid 4 we didn't know metroid was going to be made so that was always like will they make it cool it's fun to get confirmation but everybody knew that an animal crossing was being made so that's not as exciting to me even though it's it's one of nintendo's biggest franchises but like we know it's coming we know it's coming because it's a standard thing i have seen video footage of what people do when they react to seeing animal crossing coming to the switch it was i believe discord themselves had a video of one of their uh developers seeing this and then jumping up and started slamming her hand on the table multiple yeah. times before doing some uh, pseudo jumping jacks and shouting and cheers. Yeah, don't do that. Say, I've uh, never actually played Animal Crossing, so I don't understand the hype. It's um, it's a comfy, it's a comfy, you know, town builder. It's the like, game you should be playing farming. after playing too much Overwatch. I play Rune Factory, so <laughs> okay, I'm uh, that guy. <laughs> I, I guess uh, for me, I really liked Animal Crossing when it came out for us. Like it came out uh, for the 64 in Japan, but it never actually got to us in that shape because I believe they wanted to do 64 DD and that was a fiasco. So we got it for the GameCube. And uh, the nice thing for us was uh, you get four different houses in this neighborhood that other people like at different points in time could play. So, uh, for example, I would have me and three other friends at a house. This guy would take a, a day for this day and they would play and collect stuff for their house. They decorated a certain way, pass on the controller. Then we play our day. And it was just a real comfy go feel game. But at the same time, if you think about that, you got three people that aren't playing and enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. And so when they decided to push it towards the uh, the three D or sorry, the DS and the three DS, it was uh, much more of a happy-go-lucky, you don't really have to do anything. We just got this crippling death on top of you that has no interest whatsoever. And, you know, we'll get a raccoon that'll just murder your ass if you don't pay eventually. But not really. Also, don't forget to save your game before you shut it off. Otherwise, terrible things will happen to you. Dark things, yes. Dark things. Nick, have you ever heard of a character called Mr. Rossetti? Mr. Rossetti. Mr. Rossetti. Yes. It's a little yeah. uh, mole-like ground... Well, it's a mole with a hard hat and uh, a very grumpy attitude. Uh, he, was more, he was more comical than anything, and I'm just bringing this up as a side story. Mr. Rossetti was funny because you had to save before you could leave the game every single time in the original Animal Crossing. And if you were just to say, oh, I'm going to turn it off halfway through the game without specifically saving and quitting, Mr. Rossetti would appear. And Mr. Rossetti was a, uh, a PG-13 vulgar, well, no, PG vulgar Rossetti. Uh, character who would just berate you to the ends of the earth every single time you didn't hit it. Sometimes he was sympathetic, but he was like uh, the angry father when you accidentally hit a fire hydrant with the car. It's like, I understand. I've made mistakes too, but you are a goddamn idiot. What are you doing? Why wouldn't you save? <laughs> and then he would start to get even worse. He'd be like, if you keep the shit up, I'm going to erase your save file. <laughs> and there was, you know, he'd be like, all right, I'm erasing it. Screen go the black. A couple of seconds later, it pop back up. I was just kidding this time, motherfucker. <laughs> but I swear next time. Legitly, though, if you do it enough times, he will erase your game file permanently. <laughs> and he That's like great. It, it takes a lot of times. So like I think in the hundreds of you know consistently doing this, but he will eventually snap and say, "You know what? No more, Mister Nicer Setty. I'm gonna delete your file." And he you know he turned into a meme about you know always save before you quit whatnot. 
and he is pretty prominent in the later ones, but in the first one specifically, he was there to let you know. I do believe in later ones they do something along the lines of uh, Mr. Setti went to anchor management for the five years it took to you know go to this version of the game. <laughs> but uh, yes, it's pretty much collecting cool stuff, Nintendo themed stuff, which you know. If you want to have a cool Pokemon-themed house and have a cute Pikachu doll in the corner and that's your thing, by all means. Like, this is probably what uh, the secret bases in Pokemon Sapphire and Ruby should have been. And, you know, the, you could do secret bases. It was cool and stuff. But no one really interacted unless, uh, you know, you, you linked with somebody for a day and then uh, you can face against them offline, which was a cool feature, Cam. And did you ever have the luck of doing something like that? No, I barely played Animal Crossing. Uh, I meant with uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, with Ruby and Sapphire in like terms of you, uh, yeah, I did traded with times. somebody. Yeah. Their base would appear, and you could fight a computer version of themselves with their Pokemon. Yes, uh, yes. But uh, okay, enough rambling about Animal Crossing. Uh, hooray for those who are excited! I know there was a lot of people that were just fists up their own butt excited, and <laughs> it was good for them. It's an uh, enormous franchise. Like everybody, I think who isn't into it doesn't, and most people who are don't understand. I think it's like. It's Nintendo's like third or fourth highest grossing, I think. It's really up there. I wouldn't doubt it because like when people think of uh like big franchises, they think like Zelda, Mario. Yeah. Now Mario's obviously up there, yeah, but wow. first one is always always uh, Pokemon. Yep. Pokemon is their highest grossing thing because they, you know, they got movies, they got trading yeah. cards, they got <laughs> it's the highest Mario. grossing thing of all time. So there yeah. is that. That yeah. yeah, that that too. Just media yeah. in general. And so we got that. I I don't know what would sell more, uh, Animal Crossing or Zelda, but I have a feeling it's probably Animal Crossing. Just you know, in my yeah, heart. Zelda's hearts. Zelda's numbers are lower than you'd think. It's if, a sleeping even hitter. if you look, even if you look at the Switch sales, uh, Breath of the Wild is not the number one game. I think it's actually number three. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Mario Kart Eight, maybe, and then yeah, no, it's behind Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which constantly gets me miffed because the thing that pisses me off about that. Oh, are we about to do a myth minute? Yeah, we are. We're doing a myth minute. Yeah, myth no, next to Mary. Yeah, that right. Sounds a myth minute sounds like something else. But anyway, <laughs> carry on. What really just pisses me off is I can't believe. So, like, you know, I played the Wii U. I bought the Wii U um, and I was a big Wii U supporter. And I can't believe that Mario Kart 8 will just get remastered and become like the second or first best selling game on the system. That kind of messes with me. I'm like, you bought a full priced port. And it's the best-selling thing. Like, play something new, please. <laughs> I mean, ever since it came out, I believe, on the Super Nintendo, yeah, Mario Kart has nuts. been one of the highest-selling games on each of their consoles mm -hmm. every single time. Yep. But you're right. They essentially you know, ported over the majority of yeah. the last game. And, well, it and is. Just, it's Mario Kart 8. It's just the deluxe version. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like I said, like at least 89% of the code was the same exact thing, maybe shined up a little bit more, but let's Added be real. DLC. And yeah, that messes me up. I'm a little bit pissed about that. Um, I'll never really get over that one. But uh, one thing I do want to say, too, about the Direct is I'm continu continually, ding, excuse me, continually feeling insulted by Pokemon, uh, as usual, about Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu Eevee. And this time it was strange because on one hand, it was a matter of like, all right, so they're calling their moves. So the Pokemon don't use HMs. They use secret techniques. Mm -hmm. And they also, in addition to that, uh, have... They didn't show them off fully, but there's, like, these these moves that are called, like... Oh God, they're called, like, Fuzzy Wuzzy. And they're, they're moves that are, like, meant to be the fire move, the water move, the grass move, that sort of thing. But they're called, like, Fuzzy Wuzzy or Bubbly Wubbly or whatever, right? And yeah. it's just, like, I feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable being it called that. And, like... The dude in this direct, right, they showed the cut animation and he just hopped up and down and like his arms didn't move or anything. He just hopped and the cut happened. And I'm just like, 
just please just make a game like why are you why are you cheating why are you cheating like this man just make a real game i feel you man honestly like uh i saw the moment of uh where the guy's supposed to teach you hmo1 cut the uh the captain of the uh ssn i believe it was and uh it, it just threw me off there i was like oh it's now a secret technique okay sure plus also uh, with eevee or pikachu you can give them a cool haircut now so if you want to have sparky and uh if you want to have you know sparky from anime and whatnot or if you want a cool looking eevee which you know it's going to be very difficult they're going to need a lot of cool hairstyles so uh ah oh well anyways can i I just say something yeah what's up i don't don't give a fuck about let's go at all cool oh okay okay cool. cool I still have to buy it, unfortunately. I'm brainwashed, but I was say I'll probably still buy it too. But you know that's how I am. But don't worry. Yeah, you don't have to worry about this. We will cleanse your hands. As you know, you're obviously a huge fan of Pokemon. Out of all the Nintendo franchises, Pokemon is you know that's your hat. Yeah. We will cleanse your hands and understand that you know you don't have to touch that game. I can't blame you. <laughs> I respect but it. We I wish I could. You you, you know uh, I say that, but I most likely will end up getting it around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, just wait a month. Nick, you 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 lived in Pokemon. We were born by it, raised by it. No, I'm just messing. We are. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was born with a you know a group of Puchianas, and I you know I was raised as a Mariana. I was never the same after they gave me Pokemon. I really wasn't. Never the same. It's all I talked about at school when I was very very young. It became a problem with the teachers and stuff like that. So yeah, I was raised by it very much so. <laughs> Okay. Um. Anyways, uh, so also, City Skylines <laughs> coming out to Switch today. Oh, not today. Sorry. Actually, yeah, it did come out for Switch today. Oh, Whoops. shit. Yeah, well, a couple of days ago when it came out. And uh, they talked about stuff that we kind of knew already about uh, Super Smash Brothers going to, uh, you know, come with a special bundle with Ultimate. That'll come a sweet uh, Microsoft uh, paint sticker on design on the side of it. And uh, I actually, no, let me back up a little bit here because uh, that focus was actually on the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, where they have, you know, Eevee and Pikachu on the side of it, as well as fancy designs, as well as uh, interesting looking schematics for controllers and whatnot. So that was interesting. But for the direct specifically, they announced that not only do they have a Pokemon themed one, they now have a Super Smash Brothers one. Hey. And so I just want to, you know, say a couple of things. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys looked at it when they did this. Uh, the stylized uh, Nintendo Switch console, the uh, the design on it looks okay. You know, it's basically mm-hmm. the art, you know, put on the sides of it, whatnot. It's okay. The controller, the Joy-Con controller and the grip, they're like, we're going to offer you a Super Smash Brothers cool design, unique. Yeah. And they show two goddamn lines. They did for, it. For the, the, the two lines, no design beyond that, just... Zoop, zoop, vertical, horizontal. This is the exclusive Super Smash Bros. Joy-Con like you put it. I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at, you know, I looked at my wife. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, I felt well, that well, too. Okay, look, they weren't wrong. You, so you have to you have to understand that there's two things happening here. They were yes. right that it's an exclusive design that's being offered by them. <laughs> the fact is that it's shit. Yep. I could take a scalpel and run it and along sure my Joy-Con. Could. Tyler, I know you could, but they did it for you they are offering you an exclusive design so they're not wrong but what we're so but the fact that it's a shit design is different from the fact whether or not they're (laughs) right or wrong yeah it's weird i don't know if they'll sell this separately because knowing them they probably won't well i mean luckily too i mean just friggin' it's the joy cons and the switch dock two products that aren't the main console so you can just you know what i mean like (laughs) true that is true 
that is very true. Uh, you know, it's a lot easier jump, essentially. Uh, I, I just want to point out at the same time, it's like do, they're going to offer me this cool exclusive thing that was either black or gray that they scobbled a little bit, you know, a square inch off of each thing. And then uh, the Pokemon side, they went all out where they gave you a completely color thematics for Eevee and Pikachu on each side, which I still am okay with trash talking because I believe I described it as the uh, Eevee one looks like a uh, yeah, the, the jelly bean you wouldn't eat as a child. No, it's the PV poo poo system. And uh, the Pikachu one looked like SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wh what did you just say? It's the PV poo poo system. <laughs> what the piss and shit color? Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I killed Nick with that one. Oh. Man, now I, I now gotta decide between switch uh immigration or uh switch uh smuggling from Canada or fucking poopy poopoo system for the, the episode title. Well see it enables it enables the smuggling because you know where you have to hide things when you smuggle and luckily it's already that color. Yeah, you gotta use the pee pee poopoo system in order to smuggle the switches in the Canada. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've never it's heard always, of that. It's okay. always fucking little things that'll get me. <laughs> no, I respect that. <laughs> a real Yukiko moment there. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. You wouldn't understand that. I'm very sorry. Is it a persona reference? Yeah. Yeah, Fuck goddamn you. right it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a super serious character that'll just laugh at a corny joke and just break down. You know what? You're a real heiress sometimes. I'm a real heiress? Heiress yeah. Morn, right? Or, is, or, I, I, I did it. Yeah. Uh, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, no, it was Destiny reference. Oh, Destiny. Oh, Eris. Eris? She's, she's not there in the in Destiny 2, so it's a right. B1 reference. Oh, so no wonder why I wouldn't understand it. Okay. Exactly. Exactly, Tyler. Gotcha. Okay. How so, do you feel now when I make references about things and games that you wouldn't know of? I can be on both sides of this one, huh? <laughs> if we're going to circle back to Destiny 2, I do have a question. Yes. Did you guys, uh, Tess Everest, I believe that's her name, right? Yeah, Everest. Yes. Uh, did you guys uh, realize uh, about her voice actor? No. She is the same voice actor as, I believe her name is Chloe from Uncharted. Oh, okay. So uh, when you think of, I, I, I'm not sure if uh, you've ever played Uncharted, but Nadine is like, uh, I believe from the third one and the third one, technically the fourth one for a little bit, and then uh, the Uncharted uh, standalone where it's Chloe and Nadine. Yeah, Lost Legacy. Uh, yes, Lost Legacy, where you know she's the snarky smart one and all that stuff, and uh, all of a sudden I hear her saying, Welcome, Guardian. How's it going today? And it's like, she's nice to me. I don't like this at all. Character break. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's actually Tess Everest, Tyler. It's not Nadine. Like I, you know, I did the uh, the fry. Not sure if Nadine or Tess Everest. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, is there anything else we want to talk about this Nintendo Direct? Uh, any imposing thoughts about this overall? Uh, a couple things weren't there, and um, just I think we need updates on them. Uh, SMT five, which we saw the Switch reveal, still hasn't been shown. Uh, Bayonetta three, not there. Mm. Uh, no Metroid. I think we deserve a CG trailer or something at this point, and no Fire Emblem as yeah, well. No Fire you know, Emblem. That's, that must uh, be that's a thing. Yeah, that's that's what I have to say about that. Um. Yeah, it seems even from just reading, skimming through the article, it doesn't seem anything uh, spectacular. Um, I guess they're just trying to buy time for whatever big announcement they might be building up to, if they're building up to something like that. Or there's just probably a bunch of really just stagnancy in terms of uh, development updates. Yeah, okay. they're not getting... I know, here's the thing, like Switch... Uh, there's been a there's been a conversation going on for quite a few months, and Nintendo keeps positing the idea that they're going to ship 20 million Switch units this fiscal year. And uh, on on our side, on Into the Video Game, we believe that's not possible, and I continually believe that's not possible. I still believe that. And this has not done anything to dissuade me. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, fair enough. Uh, I guess uh, uh, this is a hypothetical question. Very hypothetical question. Uh, it's not me really saying it. 
uh, asking for a friend. Like, I'm doing three different levels of disclaimer. Would this have been worth uh, delaying due to an earthquake? Oh, man, no response. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't have to answer that one. Uh, absolutely. Yes. The people of Japan are more. You know, I, I don't know if they took anything out. Like, here's the thing. There could have been an earthquake reference to a Pokemon using earthquake in the Let's Go section. Mm, and they that's could have a, taken that out. But, so it's yeah. it, it's just weird because, you know, Nintendo is not known for delaying games without very good reason. But I don't see, uh, like, the... Uh, why this time? Because it uh, like it's likely employees. It's like Nintendo employees probably had family in the area. Okay, and, that uh, maybe a lot of them, and uh, that, yeah. that was the yeah. Yeah, my it's first thought to anything that anybody might have done in terms of delaying things because of a of a, of the earthquake would be just um, we have to deal with this situation first. Not that oh we might necessarily be referencing things. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I know what I you know even joking about is kind of messed up uh, in hindsight. But no, but it, but it, 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 I mean never I've never it's like a devil's advocate question. It can be I've fair. I've never to ask. ever ever seen Nintendo delay something due to a natural event, and this is the first time I did it. And it's like I have. oh have you okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, not Nintendo, but Pokemon related things get delayed all the time for various political uh, event reasons. Many episodes are banned because of things that happened uh, mm. right when they're about to come out. Many episodes got delayed and never came out, such as the infamous Team Rocket versus Team Plasma special in black and white in the anime. Uh, didn't come out because of the to Tohoku earthquake. It never and came out. Meanwhile, Niantic uh, with Hurricane Florence, I believe it is, tearing over into the East Coast. Yep. People are getting warnings on their phones saying, warning, there's a hurricane in this area. Warning, there's a hurricane. Niantic, new Pokemon may be appearing in the parks near you. This would be a great <laughs> time to go out and explore. It's like, oh, man. And then, then there's a Pokemon video. Pokemon Go Extreme Edition. I like it. I like it. A, Pokemon a Go Extreme Edition. Of a person going out into the hurricane with his phone trying to catch a single Pokemon. And meanwhile, he is like sliding across the <laughs> asphalt trying to hold on for dear life. And he's just being blown away trying to catch a single Pokemon. The CFP was great. I wish my games told me to get myself killed more often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a funny <laughs> it's also interesting because at the same time, it's like you'll get on Pokemon Go and there's if there's inclement weather within like 3,000 miles of you, it's like, you might be in danger. You got to click that I'm safe before you can play it. That way you can't sue us. It's yep. like, yes, I, I'm in dangerous weather. You know, blue skies around me, but yeah. it's okay. It's know. 70 and partly cloudy out. And they're like, danger. <laughs> it's like, watch worst, out. Okay. And this is probably the last thing I'll say about Pokemon Go this week. But the worst thing about when I'm sitting at a restaurant and I open up Pokemon Go and it zip zaps me across every single inch of the fucking continent. Yeah. And it's like, you're driving too fast. Slow down. And I'm like, I'm sitting here. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm a I'm a passenger, eh? <laughs> and I'm, also, I'm also just eating my sushi. Leave me alone. Let me catch these Pokemon. Oh, man. Good times. Good times. I'm glad that we were able to wrap around not only on Destiny, but we were able to do Pokemon Go at the yeah. same time, too. Man, we hit the, all the bases. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for the most part. We do have some game releases coming out uh, over the next week. A lot more than what I would have, have expected. So, uh, coming out here, let's see. For September 18th, we have three games. We got Fishing Sim World, which uh, I'm guessing is probably from Germany, for PC, PS4, <laughs> and Xbox One. What? Let's be real. Every single simulator no, that good. I thought about no, that is developed by NASA. Farming sim, truck I like sim, it. I like fishing it. sim. Probably from no. Germany. It's like, you know, <laughs> off of uh, 
uh, off knew... of the lakes of Berlin. We're going to try fishing today. I knew my roommate was European when I came home one day and he was playing Euro Truck Simulator. Of course. Oh, <laughs> man, American Truck Simulator, also probably from Germany, is where it's at, man. So, Tyler, can you tell me the name of this game one more time? Fishing Sim World. Uh, please All confirm right. the developer country, please. That's exactly what I'm doing, let me tell you. Also coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch this time instead of the PC, we have Scribble oh. Mega Pack. This What's is almost as good, but it's British. Oh, that's okay. no, that's close enough. That's fine. Close enough. Close well, enough. Yeah, close enough. Ah, so Scribble Knots Mega Pack coming out PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Let's see. Also on the 18th, we have a game called 60 Parasects or Parsecs coming okay. out for PC. I've not heard of this one actually. Same. Okay, good. Anyways, Star Control Origins coming out for PC on the 20th. Okay, then. So uh, also coming out on the 21st, we have two games. 8-Bit Armies for PS4 and Xbox One, which sounds interesting, but I'm sure it's something. 8-Bit Armies. I'm going to say 8-Bit Armies. It, oh, no, it's 16-Bit, you know, 3 out of 5. Ugh. Tricked you. Yeah, <laughs> bait and switch right there. Sorry, bet and switch? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not coming out for the Switch. Never mind. Uh, anyways, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna, The Golden Country, I believe yeah. that's the DLT or DLC, coming out for the Switch also on the 21st. So it's tricky. So get this. It's out. Wait, now. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna? Oh, the yeah. Golden Country? Yep. So fun surprise. Fun surprise I didn't know about. But uh, if you bought the expansion pass. That's it, right. It is They're out yesterday, correct. which is the 14th uh, time of recording. And if you buy the physical edition, which I did, you have to wait till the 21st. That being said, the physical edition is pretty cool because it's a standalone game. You don't need the base game. That is true. And also, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm I, a little I, I mean, I, I understand why. I mean, no, oh, but at least, uh, at least that way it balances each other out, right? Where, yeah, it does. As Ken said, it, it's a standalone game. Uh, the, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 torn out the Golden Country, but... Uh, with the expansion pass, you needed the whole thing. Yeah. The one mistake was just on my part that uh, it was one of my review games and I accidentally hit the physical. So I have to wait an extra week, which Ooh. is kind of against the point. Ooh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's rough. That uh, was my I'm, mistake. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, coming out from the 25th, we have quite a few games. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six games coming out on the 25th. Uh, we have, I have no idea what this is. Dakar, 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 18. What is what is D-A-K-A-R, Dakar? Is that a racing game? It feels like it would be a racing game. I don't know. With 18 in the title, it's probably some sort of yearly. You're no, not wrong. Though. European Tyler, sport? You're not wrong. It's a, it's a racing game. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Is it like F1 formula or something like that? Or No, it seems like desert-based, motocross, okay. dirt bikes, cars, rally cars. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. I was going to guess, like, if it was a sport, I feel like I would have known if it was a major sport game. But Descartes, it's like, oh, it's probably it could be a racing game that you know, I don't know about. But uh, coming out PC, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, next up is Guiana Sisters. Guyana, oh, Guyana, Guyana Sister. Yeah, yeah. Twisted so this, Dreams. This is actually a port, and it's a port of a remake. This was an old, old, old series. This series started is in the Is this 80s. not the one that was considered a ripoff of Mario? Yes, is it was. Was this that is the it. original this joke there? Mm -hmm. That's the it. Game was considered a ripoff. No, well, the original game in the '80s was considered a ripoff of Mario. This is one of the newer games. I actually played it thinking it was going to be a terrible game. I played it for a joke video one time. It turned out to be very solid. So Ooh. I have nothing bad to say about it. It's actually a pretty good platformer. And I'm guessing it has uh, themes uh, focused towards uh, fowls and birds because this one's called the Ultimate Edition, not the oh. Ultimate, the Ultimate. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Uh, see, coming out for PS4 and Xbox One, this is The Police 2, which, uh, you know, 
I believe I've heard the the first game, but I yeah. never played it or get, you know, got into it. It's a strategy game similar like top-down view like uh, XCOM. Okay. okay. A yeah. top-down version, really? At least that's what I see from the from the. Uh, who's the oh, no, you're saying XCOM, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, uh, uh, Weepy Studio. Okay, no, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see, this one is kind of important to me, but only because uh, I want to play it one day, and I'm glad it's coming out. And it's coming out for uh, something that is uh, connected to a TV, besides, you know, PS TV. Valkyria Chronicles 4, coming yeah. out PC, PS4, Xbox One, and switch nice oh that is good now i have not played the second or the third one because i believe it came out for psp yeah and then maybe is it was it psp again or ps well, vita no it was we didn't get one of them so oh we i had to think PSP, of one we didn't get i think we didn't get three we got revolution which nobody played so yeah and uh it went from like serious this is war we got to fight for galley and protect our country to like Happy good time. Let's go make romance comedies together. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's what I wanted. A little bit of a you know change yeah, of pace. Right. But it's like, hmm. It's like uh, you know, World War II, but I'm trying to uh, you know, create a social link romance with Rommel or something like that. And it's like <laughs> I Churchill, be my senpai. I'd play that. <laughs> Me too, actually. Uh it, it's gotta exist out there. There's gotta be something like that. Yep. <laughs> like all the uh okay, never mind. Uh V Rally. <laughs> no, because I was like, I'm trying to where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a high school in Japan with uh, you know all these uh, you know leaders of World War II, and we gotta romance them up. Oh my god! Uh, the Rally Four coming out for PC. Gonna take a wild guess and say this is probably also a racing game. It's another off racing game. You are correct. Oh man, I am on fire, man. Where is that big lighter? Because I feel like it's lighting itself on me. So <laughs> Pathfinder, which uh, to me screams uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, vibes. There, I mean, Pathfinder yeah. is yep. a type. Yep. And it, uh, so Pathfinder Kingmaker oh. instead of Kingslayer Kingmaker for the PC. Yes. So it's I'm a, guessing a, um, isometric party-based computer RPG. Oh, um, and, you know, based around Baldur's Gate, Fallout One, Fallout Two, or Wonderful. Um, I was recommended this game, and I realized it was coming out soon, so I put it on the list because it wasn't there originally. But yeah, it releases on the 25th of September. Uh, top-down isometric view. Seems interesting. We need to back up here for a second towards the direct thing. I'm sorry to bring us back into the topic of the show. There was a cool RPG-looking game that appeared on the direct, where it was people building exploring uh, a square-based system. Not Civ, but it was something similar. And I have no idea what the name of the title is, and I didn't see it appear into this direct recap that I'm looking at. Uh, and also... Uh, I have a whole uh, list of everything that was shown in the direct. Was, okay. it, was it Diablo 3 Eternal? <laughs> yeah, that I don't believe that was the square-based RPG. Oh, no, actually, I'm getting ready to describe Diablo 3. Yeah, uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what it was? You know what it was? It was probably, was it one of the Asmodi board games? Um, it, it's, uh, yes, I think, yeah, it's the ones that, after that, they announced Catan and uh, Munchkins. Yep, there's Munchkins. They had uh, Lord of the Rings on there as well. They had, it might have been Lord yeah, of the Rings, actually. I was like, I don't remember yeah. what it was, but I got excited for that. Also, Isabel coming up for Smash. Yep, that's Anyways. Too. So let's uh, let's screw back over to you know Pathfire Kingmaker. Uh, I'd be interested in something like that. Me too. I'm actually I have multiple people that are trying to rope me into D and D com- campaigns, Ooh. and it's like finally I can fucking play instead of DMing because I am terrible at that. Yeah, and I'm trying to find a group to play with uh, let's for IRL first. The three of us, Pokemon Purple Paradise. We're gonna play Pokemon D and D. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm oh. down. I've, <laughs> I've, I'm the opposite where I've done so many D campaigns and the like that i actually don't want to do one right now uh, i've never done one so i wouldn't know idea what's going on <laughs> i'm gonna say cam i you say that you don't like being creative uh and also uh 
we we have mentioned before about you and role playing, so I, I can totally understand. You, oh no, I love I love playing D and I role play there, no problem. It's oh, just I'll a matter cut of, you now. It's just a matter of actually, <laughs> I've done too many campaigns, and I'm like, ah, the time commitment though. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, same boat. And it's like let's do it at 10 p.m. on a Thursday. I'm like, who the hell? <laughs> I got lives to live. Oh, okay. Anyways, wrap up plugs, housekeeping. You can email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. I didn't check this week, but I'm pretty certain that it didn't, you know, actually come out. So, or we didn't get any emails, rather. You can also check us up on uh, Twitter at. T- oh, gosh, I'm doing all sorts of terrible things with this uh, thing. Okay. Anyways, you can check us up on Twitter at MasterQuestPod. Uh, we can check out some of the podcasting uh, videos as well as, you know, the audio version of that. And some of the gaming uh, I've been personally exporting over from Twitch with my play of uh, Skyward Sword. And one day, just one day, we can dream. Nick will put over his Bayonetta gameplay before it gets deleted forever. I've learned how to save them, and I, I have them, one of them, on my PC now. He oh, so you downloaded it versus exporting it? Yes. I do okay. that. Okay. I, I can do both. Yes, you can. You have that we'll, right. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We are one step forward. It's like teaching a kid how to use the the toilet. He's doing it, but he's sitting on it backwards, and he's facing the wall for some reason. True story. Apparently, I did that myself when I was a kid. (laughs) I apparently thought I was supposed to sit backwards with my ass facing the you know the the door or whatnot. Anyways, you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. All letters, all one word. Two times Tyler, and then Twitch.tv also at two times Tyler. I uh, stream every Tuesday and Friday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I typically play Zelda games unless I get intoxicated and I make myself play a horror game. One day. I dream of that day. Uh, I do want to point out that uh, with my new job coming up, potentially at the uh, end of, excuse me, at the end of this month, my schedule might change. But for now, that's all what it is. Nick, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LRWarrior11. Um, you can find me on Twitch right. at twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. I now have a schedule that I have stuck to for the last two days. Yeah, oh. schedule. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, I, was, I looked at your schedule and I was like, hey, buddy, where are yeah. you? Yeah. So all these following times are in Pacific Standard Time. You can find the schedule on my Twitter. It's pinned to the top of my uh, profile. But I'm just going to quickly go through these times just once. Uh, Monday from 4 to 8. Uh, Wednesday from 2 to 6. Friday from 9 p.m. to late. And Sunday from 12 to 4. Okay, so I was about to point out that we all are streaming on Friday. However, me and Cam are just one to one, but then three hours later, then Nick would be streaming. Like, yep. uh, I, I feel like uh, me and Cam would be like, you know, fighting over the sandcastle right now. And then three hours later, somebody just kicks it down. It's like, hey, <laughs> this is my, my sand park now. Yep. Okay. And uh, Cam, of course, where can we find you and your sweet other show that talks about good news? We can. So you can find me on Twitter over at Cam Collects, and that's my preferred social media. And in terms of Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Cam Collects. I stream Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, and that's Pokemon White 2 Randomized Nuzlocke, and Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern, and that's Pokemon Prism Nuzlocke. And I'm going in blind for that one. Very extensive fan game. And if you want to check out my other podcast, you can find it at intothevideogame.com. And that's primarily a game news and industry analysis focused podcast. Uh, so different than the more personal stuff that we do on here. And that's all my stuff. All right. All right. I think that wraps up the show. Unless we have any wild announcements that we want to talk about right here now. I'm all good. No, which uh, We got things in the, in the works. Uh, we also just for uh, one last thing of housekeeping. Uh, we, we originally wanted to do uh, for the Nick switch initiative. We talk on the show, like, what are we going to do for the next one? 
because it gives people a chance to, you know, look into it and maybe try to figure it out themselves, get excited for it. However, we're also very indecisive and we don't have an open range like we used to. So we can't just say, oh, we'll do Zelda. Oh, wait, we already did that. Oh, yeah. uh, so we are now going to be talking about it in between the weeks. So it's going to be a surprise for you, just like it's probably going to be for Nick about 10 minutes before the show. Pretty much. So we will get into that. I think that's it. I am Tyler. That was Nick. That was Cam. That was episode 19. We're going to hit episode 20, the big 2-0 next week. Guys, get nice. hyped. Nice. So uh, that's it. We're going to call it now. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to share it with a friend. I, it, it does wonders, actually. You know, the moment you say, you know, check out Casual Master Quest, be cool because there's cool people out there. Like, I, I, I want to give like flat out thanks to Flat Cap Gary. Uh, you know, we got another cool person like uh, Calo out there. Like, I don't, I can't name them all because I'm terrible with names and I'll probably say them wrong anyways. But if you listen to the show and you just even say, hey, thank you, you did a good job. Thank you. Absolutely. 100%. You deserve praise of the highest order. Yep. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that's going to be it. Don't forget to never stop the grind. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Find more of our work by searching for Casual Master Quest on iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast players. Check out what we'll be doing next week on Twitter at MasterQuestPod.